0: What's going on guys? Welcome back to License to View, a weekly podcast on the internet. Two best friends get together talk about pop culture shit. I'm Jason. Jason? That's Zach. What's going on, Zach? what you been going on, dude? Oh,
1: uh, you know, not much, man. You know, just still going to work every day, waking up on godly hours and telling the news, man. There is, a, this is the third consecutive episode where there's
0: like, like, this is the best news week we've had in a while. But like, even then, that's like
1: not saying a lot no there's really not I mean there's really just outside of like delays and rescheduling and stuff like that I mean like, this is a this is a time where there's really like no news going on I mean there's been a couple of trailers that have dropped for uh, I think some like a movie or two and uh, some of the some trailers dropped that we'll talk about in a little bit maybe but um yeah I mean it's other than that it's really just stuff that's like way into the future because for right now, nobody's trying to put out anything in, you know, the next couple of months, so it's yeah. pretty pretty slow.
0: Well, besides that,
1: what have you been up to the last week? Um, so I've been kind of busy-ish, I guess you can kind of say. Um, so, uh, game-wise, I haven't been playing too much. The only thing I have really been playing is that I started, um, Nino Kuni one, right. uh, the, the wrath, of, wrath of the White Witch. Um, I'm probably about, I'm only past, like, the first major boss. I think I'm about to head into, like, the second major boss battle right now. Um, it's fun. I like it. I mean, I, the thing that always drew me to it was the Ghibli art style. And, I mean, and that's yeah. translated really, really well into video games. Um, but I like the the uh, combat system overall. Um, it's kind of turn-based RPG, but there's a different element to it. Like, Cause you can fight like as the main character, but you also have basically like familiars or I, mm-hmm. they're essentially Pokemon for a better term that you can like control and use in battle as well. But there's like a, there's like a time limit on them. And so you have to like stratter, uh, plan your strategy around like the limited time that you can like use your familiar and how you, how much you can actually battle yourself. And you're really not as strong as your familiar. So you really have to like optimize their time as much as you can. Um, so There's a little bit of strategy to it, but I've only been playing it for like a couple hours. But it's fun. It's fun so far. Um, Other than that, uh, I've been watching a bunch. So I started – big thing that I watched because I watched like probably almost two seasons of it. I didn't start with the first season because I've seen the first season so many times that I I jumped straight into the second season. But I started watching Psych again. Right. Uh, Fantastic fucking show. I love it. James Roday is great. Yeah. Dulé Hill It's awesome.
0: it's the best show ever made.
1: It's the best show ever made. They're the greatest buddy cop duo that like has ever been. That are not cops. Um, yeah, I just love it's
0: them. it's of the staples that I I'm constantly watching. It's the Back to the Future, which thankfully is actually on, it's on Netflix now. Oh,
1: is it okay? It's on nice. Netflix
0: and it's on Showtime because Netflix had Back to the Future three only for like the last couple of months. Ugh. They finally got one and two back again. So okay. that's on Netflix, and so I, that's like the mainstay. Die Hard, yeah, and then rewatching the Psych because Psych is actually they they just finished doing a marathon in USA. Did they? Okay, they're, they're playing every season. The last couple of weeks and a couple of days, they're doing a full thing, and they someone on they've been doing like live streams like in the middle of the episode okay. of the marathon, where they're they and someone made a joke about like oh we're gonna do four more movies, yeah, because um, there's. Two movies out, or one's mm-hmm. out now. The second, the, the second one's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, only on fucking like NBC's app, which sucks. Yeah, but,
1: bullshit. So, but
0: four. I mean, I'm down with four more movies. So.
1: Yeah. No, I'm down for. I'm down for as long as they want to do it. And I mean, James Rhodes back into like actually acting now. He's on like a Dunlair TV series on ABC mm-hmm. that I saw. I haven't it's, watched it's, it. It's but.
0: essentially. This is us, but not yeah. This but is us. for
1: ABC, it's this is it's, us, but ABC's. But this our is friend us, yeah. kills
0: himself. That's all. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. That's it's it's, same kind of thing. A bunch of people get together. It's a bunch of, stuff. What's happening? You know. And I. Yeah. And it's I,
1: very. It's the thing that's like the in thing with, TV network television right now, which is like super heavy, like, super heavy character dramas that focus around like death and that kind of shit. Which very I, strange.
0: And I don't care. About that show. I remember when it first came out. I, I watched the first episode strictly because of James Roday. Yeah. But also because the guy from Grimm is in it as well.
1: Yeah, and I think if the guy from, um... Fuck, what the fuck is he in? I think the guy who kills himself. Who the fuck is he? Uh, I recognized his face when I saw him. Mm, I don't remember who that actor is. I can't remember who he is. But,
0: I mean, I, I watch anything that James Roday is in. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't it wasn't for me I, I didn't yeah. care enough about the, the, that kind of story that's why I don't watch This Is Us I don't really care about like soap opera opera-y kind of shows I don't really care about those things um, mm-hmm. not that that's necessarily soap opera but it's a you no know, character relationship based
1: dramatic thing which I, I that's not for me personally it's okay it's the guy from Office Space Ron Livingston oh, okay that's who it gotcha. is. yeah so that's that's why I recommend him but yeah, so I've been watching Psych. Uh, fucking love that. Uh, I love going through it. Blaze through like season two and three. I'm about halfway through season three right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Just fucking great. I love it. Season I love all the – yeah.
0: I think it's season four.
1: Season four is when the season finale, that's like the whole – that's when they start the Yang thing. No,
0: I, I think four, four or five is when they. I think it's season beginning season four of season five when they get HD cameras. Oh yeah, they get digital camera because like for the first three seasons or first four seasons it's so grainy. Yeah,
1: it's, yeah, it's done on like yeah an actual film, and it's so grainy. And
0: then it's a dramatic difference. than the f- f- whatever they get the HD cameras or the digital camera, it's yeah. a dramatic difference. They're like, oh wow, I can see everything clearly. Yeah. It's not all, like, grainy and blurry and all kind of shit. Yeah.
1: But Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so, yeah, that's fun. And then uh, the other thing that I've been watching uh, was – I started this because I, I saw a YouTube video about it. And I'd, like – I think I'd heard some of our friends talk about it. When she goes at his wedding, I think him, Shaquille, Shaquille, Keelan, and Tyler, I think, have been talking about it because they've been watching it. And then I saw a YouTube video about it. So I finally just started to pick it up, which was uh, Terrace House. Oh, the yeah, yeah, the Korean, Japanese, shit. yeah, Japanese no, it's Je- Japanese. It's like it's interesting. I I'm enjoying it so far. I'm only watching like one of the seasons. I don't even know what fucking order they're in. I just do it by year. But um, it's like the 2016 season. But um, I don't know. It's a reality show, but it's not like shitty reality where it's not like a game show or anything like that. And it's not like I don't know. I like it because it's not. It's a reality show, but there's no real purpose behind it. Right. Like it's not it's not like a love show or anything like that where you're like trying to get the girl, trying to win the money or anything like that. It's like no, we're just going to put six people in a house for like a couple months and we see what happens. See, I, I like that kind of like real life drama that I remember seeing
0: the- that on Netflix. Yeah. Whenever at some point and I was like, yeah, that's not for me. Yeah. Um, but Amazon has this Japanese game show game Mm -hmm. show kind of thing and i think funhouse is actually ripping it off or rooster teeth is actually ripping it off right now um it's a it's a game show it's a bunch of japanese comedians i don't know any of them because i don't don't know anything about japanese comedy Mm -hmm. um but a japanese bunch of japanese comedians who get into a room and the last person to laugh wins
1: i have seen rooster teeth doing something
0: i know they're doing some rip off of it which is annoying but like so it's on amazon prime and i was watching the i watched there's three seasons and i watched all of them i was like five episodes per season or whatever. It's just like 10 comedians or however many comedians get into a room. And yeah. there's like these rules about you know, what is considered a laugh or what's not a laugh. And like, you know, yeah. they, have, they have monitors and cameras throughout the room. And it's just a, interesting. It, there's no script. It's just, you get into a room and you just be funny. Okay. And they have different styles of comedians. though know, people who are, you know, in Japanese, I guess Japanese comedy, there's like a big thing is like duos, I guess. Like, yeah. you know, so one's a straight man and one's not the straight man. Mm hmm. So you have, a, you have a mixture of all that stuff plus, like, gag stuff and other styles of comedy. So yeah. you have a bunch of comedians who are, like, just trying to be funny. Yeah. And everyone's, like – and then it's a battle of, like, just who's innately funny. And what okay. style wins over other styles. And every season they, they get di- different styles to kind of get into the room. Okay. Um, and I, I forget what it's called. It's, like, Game of Something or – it's some long-ass name. It's hosted by some apparently some famous-ass – Japanese comedian. Okay. Um, that maybe you might you might dig.
1: just down lot. to look for some new comedic talent?
0: Uh, what's it called? Japanese game show or contestants attempt not to laugh. I forget what um I don't know what's called, but it's on Amazon. I found I found it on Amazon and it's like the most serious season came out like this past year or something like okay. that. Um but it's really funny. It's not Terrace mm-hmm. House, but it's, it's funny.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that was the only thing I was watching. I was watching Terrace House. Uh, it's fine. I'm uh, still in the first season. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I like character drama stuff like that that's, like... I don't know. I like stuff where... I mean, I like game shows and stuff like that, too. But I like stuff where there's not any inherent reward or anything like that for, like, you participating. You're just participating just because. And I like seeing the... The storylines and the motions and it's drama that comes out of that. So this, this is called, yeah. it's called Documental. Documental, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So Okay. Yeah, but that's basically it. That's basically all I was watching. Okay. In uh, and, and playing. It was pretty pretty slow week, so
0: Yeah, I mean for me it was, it was pretty much the same speed. Uh, I caught up on Magnum PI, the remake. Okay. It it's fine. It's Magnum Pi. It's yeah. this, it's it's fucking CBS show. Um, I, I'm on. I, I got. I got CBS All Access, so I can c- catch up with a lot of these shows. Oh, so you
1: can watch Star Trek: Picard, right?
0: Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I can. I'm not going to. I, mean, I, can't I have wait. no desire.
1: I have no desire to watch a show, but I can't wait to see the Plinket review of the show.
0: I actually don't like Plinket reviews. You don't like those? I don't. It, it, I I don't care about them. Oh. I I I I've watched maybe ten minutes of like. The original big Star Wars episode prequel yeah. one, and I just don't care. I just watched like Mike talk, yeah. um. But Magnum PI, I caught up with it. It's fine. I, I binge. I started watching more SWAT, so I'm I'm on the current Ooh. season of SWAT with the guy from Criminal Minds, and it's again yeah. the same exact reviews. Magnum PI, it's perfectly fine. It's yeah. not great. It's not excellent it's not fucking true detective it's not you know homeland it's popcorn and, tv and it's popcorn tv where there's no stakes right. at the end of the episode everyone's gonna be fine um
1: then i started watching seal team that's got a uh, goggins in it doesn't it is that the one that has Goggins no, in it? no that's that's six he's in a seal show okay. yeah it was
0: called six that's canceled
1: so okay. seal
0: team has angel in it oh fuck
1: david barinas yeah i miss
0: david so um and I'm on the i I'm like on episode 12, and there's th- three seasons out currently. I'm on season one still, and it's it's definitely the best show on TV right now about military stuff. Okay. Because they take it very seriously, and it still mm-hmm. has hum- humor moments in it. But it's such a weird show to be on CBS because it's not it's not like SWAT. Like right. you watch SWAT, you 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 get you, there's a, there's a fucking pattern you understand. It's like a mm-hmm. bunch of goofy shit. There's almost, like, no character development in this show in the sense of, like... Interesting. There, It's there, but they're so focused on getting tactical stuff interesting, mm-hmm. more correct, I guess. Or, like, you know, the way they shoot the tactical scenes are a little more um, believable. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely character development, but it's really sh- it's small bits at a time. Okay. And they also, they, they really dive into, like, PTSD and all this kind of stuff. Uh, which they do in Magnum Pi but that, that's more of like the traditional like oh here's you no know, popcorn TV stuff right and seal team like at the beginning of the show uh angel is like you no know, him and his wife are separated because he, he's ne- he's she always says like no you came home but you're not here right you no know, his, his one of his best friends on his team gets killed and I'm on a mission so like he's dealing with that and the other guys are dealing with other stuff so mm-hmm. every episode you're getting bits and pieces of more character stuff for the cast. Um, but the mm-hmm. first season so far, like I couldn't, t- I really couldn't tell you like all the history of any of the characters with 10 episodes in, because I just don't know it. All you mm-hmm. kind of, I know so far is that the main character angel is like, well, his name is Jason Hayes, but, uh, angel mm-hmm. is like the fucking, like the guy, the best, he's the guy, the best operator at the currently. And there's a guy who's a young guy whose dad was a former, was a former seal who wrote a book. Everyone fucking hates him. Cause his dad wrote a book. And they're yeah. tough on the kid because the kid is the kids. He's good, but he's like a cocky kid, and so right. you're getting bits and pieces here and there. But they really focus more on, uh, I think, interesting storytelling per every week. Um, okay. But it's fun. Then I watched.
1: It's interesting that characterization takes a backseat because normally, especially in TV shows, you feel like characterization is the forefront. So
0: yeah, yeah, that's what that's honestly kind of it's it's fifty fifty for me if it's good or bad because there, okay. t- there are times where I'm like, okay. I kind of want to know more about this guy on the team right. or this guy, but we're getting more about the overall mission operation, mm-hmm. which is like cool and I like that. But if it was maybe a and the, the the big problem is that there's no overarching story so far. Okay, like I think this show would have been beneficial to be like a HBO, Showtime, Cinemax show where you have, like, or, like, 24, where you have, like, okay, here's a, here's a big op happening, or a big bad guy, or like Jack right. Ryan, and every episode's building towards that ultimate goal, where this episode is trying to be that heavy and deep with, like, but themes... But in a single episode? But in single episodes, where do every episode is a different mm-hmm. mission. And so far, to me, that's not necessarily clicking very well, but it's CBS, so I know that's not going to change. Yeah, no. So, I mean, but it made me... It, it, it's not bad. It's good. It's probably the best show I've seen on TV, TV in a while. Like, I'm like on okay. network kind of shit. Obviously, if it's the stuff on Showtime, Cinemax, HBO is infinitely better. AMC. Right. But for, like, this kind of network TV, it, it's mm-hmm. probably the best I've seen in a while. Um, okay. But the one thing that made this, watching this show made me think about is that this dude has the best TV career of all time.
1: David Marinas has like a fucking stellar TV this career. This dude has yeah. the best
0: TV career of all time. Because I- I'm like looking at like other actors who are like TV guys or girls. And like yeah. Don Johnson from Miami Vice. Miami. Mm-hmm. He did Miami Vice for five years. Fucking massive hit. Yeah. And then a couple years later he does Nash Bridges for you know, six, seven years. Big hit show. Mm-hmm. Um, Shamar Moore on SWAT does Criminal Minds yeah. for a couple years. Or for you know, ten years, whatever. Then goes into SWAT for he's on 33 years now. He was, he was on now. Criminal
1: Minds for a long time, yeah.
0: So they do that for a while. So they're they're people who have really great c- careers. But I think David Bor- Boreanaz. Boreanaz.
1: I call him Boreanaz. Whatever but David. It's possible. He's got. I think he's probably one of the biggest he, ones. Where I think I can't think of a single TV show that he's been on that is not a hit. Well,
0: that also, but also this. He has been on TV every single year since he started being on TV. Damn. There's been, like, no break. Like, he's... Like, 96, 97, whenever Buffy started, he's in Buffy. And then he's He's in in Angel. Right after, Angel happens. And then he's in Bones. Bones forever. I was looking at, like, when the year Angel ended, the following year Bones started.
1: Damn. And
0: Bones ends in, like, 2017, and the same year Bones ends... SEAL Team starts. Damn. So he's on Bones for like 12, 13 years. Yeah. And you know, like SEAL Team's on season three. Yeah. So it's probably going to run for like at least seven more years, five, three more years or whatever. So that there's, yeah. there's been on TV every single year since 96, 97. Damn. Which means that he is not only one of the most rich guys on TV, he's probably making like 100 grand per episode.
1: I know, can see 150
0: that, yeah. grand per episode, but he's it's consistent, you know. And that goes back to I think him knowing kind of his style of acting. Uh, he fits kind of the same role, like his character in in Seal Team is very much the same guy as him in Bones, just mm-hmm. less funny, right? So uh, Seal Team, it's fine. Uh, then I watched Beastie Boys Story, which was okay. a documentary from uh, Spike Jones and Beastie Boys on Apple TV. And it's essentially a live documentary stage pre- play where the, the, oh. two, the two Beastie Boys that, who are still alive um, come out and they have a documentary in the, on the big screen behind them and they have an audience in front of them and they are doing like a live like stage reading of like kind of like their career. Interesting. Um, so it's like live
1: commentary basically.
0: Live commentary, like live, like a TED talk about the Beastie Boys history,
1: Interesting. Um,
0: which I would have preferred it just to be a full on like...
1: Yeah, I think I'd prefer natural just documentary. Yeah,
0: because there's enough footage of the of MCA, who's the guy who died from cancer. Mm-hmm. There's enough interviews with him, I imagine, where you could just do a regular documentary, and then also yeah. have a documentary with the two other guys uh, with Mike D and Ad and it should it would still be fine. Um, so it's fine. It's a fine documentary if you want to call it that. But um, okay. they kind of skip. It, it, my biggest problem with it was that they they really dive into beginning years up to like the first two albums and they kind of just skip right through the, like their last like uh-huh. show and they kind of there's like mm-hmm. years in there where they sh- i wish they talked about more but um yeah it's fine and lastly um last dance is still going on at espn the michael jordan documentary uh-huh. uh i just finished the last episode that came out last night there's two episodes per week episode yeah. six i just finished like two or before we did the podcast started doing the podcast so
1: okay. i'm still good
0: it's, it's it's michael jordan it's espn it's still really good um, I'll probably
1: watch that because I know apparently it's not coming out on Netflix until all 10 episodes of air. So I'll probably watch it once all 10 well, episodes of Is, air, is but... it
0: confirmed for USA Netflix or just Europe?
1: It's – so it's confirmed for USA Netflix once it's completely aired. Okay. If you actually had like a VPN and you went yeah. on like a UK Netflix, it's there like right now. Some, doctor, so. some
0: ESPN stuff like it's Netflix in Europe but it's still only on ESPN Plus for America. Yeah. So I mean, as long as that's specified, um, and mm-hmm. obviously the last last thing that I watched
1: was Extraction. I totally. I was gonna bring this up in case you didn't, because I totally forgot that we. I watched that. Yeah. Yeah. It was Extraction. Uh, fucking killer movie.
0: Yeah. I I think it's, I think Chris Chris Hemsworth. I was gonna say Chris Pratt. I think Chris <laughs> Hemsworth came out. and was like, this is gonna be the the Netflix's most viewed movie of all time.
1: They say that every time that there's a popular movie since, on Netflix, And since you a... can't see
0: the stats,
1: I can't. Yeah, you can't see the stats unless it's – um. there was something that came out. I think Tiger King was the one that came out where they actually released, like, the Nielsen ratings. And I was like, that That surprised me because they've never released Nielsen ratings for well, fucking I think it was like, before.
0: I think they said that was like this movie has had, like, 90 million views. Or a couple days ago when they, I saw this news article, it was, like, within the first weekend yeah. or whatever, it was, like, 90 million Views are so I imagine
1: shit. so, dude. I mean, that's a good thing about Netflix putting out anything right now is that, like, I mean, the majority of people are just at home, so, like, you put yeah. something new out, they're gonna fucking watch it. So Well, and it
0: doesn't help or doesn't hurt that it's such a good quality movie.
1: I think it helps. Because well, I, I think
0: well, that's why I'm saying, like, not only yeah. are you bored at home,
1: oh, yeah, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like fucking, but it's good. a
0: good quality. Yeah. You know, it's not, like, it's not like it's a Netflix movie, it's like a fucking, like, this is something that if. If Netflix didn't buy this project,
1: if this movie came out of the theaters, I could still see see this movie making like a good amount of money.
0: I mean, it would it would make the John Wick money or the Rage yeah. money, you know, which is fine. It would be it would be instantaneously into that action category of like, you no know, classic yeah. action film right away. Mm-hmm. Um, it
1: doesn't help that it's a Russo brothers movie. Probably yeah. that, 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 that they wrote it's got um, the well, I think just. The one Russo brother wrote it, I think, because well, it's based
0: on their comic book that they made.
1: Is it okay? Yeah, it's called like
0: See You Dad or See You Dad or some shit. Some comic book book. that they both wrote, and I know that one. I think Joe did
1: the. I think Joe Joe wrote the script, yeah. Um, And then it's got um the stunt guy who did the directing, and it's the the fucking
0: Sam Sam Hargrave Hargrave or
1: something. I think it's Hargrave, but yeah, it's just fucking fantastic action choreography fucking fantastic yeah, i mean it, that one with that car chase is like fucking phenomenal well, did, it's you, like,
0: did you see the behind the scenes shot of that
1: no i didn't but uh um it reminded me of like fucking uh child of man like that kind of like one of like because it's the same type of thing where it's like a one in a car chase and it's like well
0: it, if there was a behind the scenes shot i saw on twitter of the director like getting in a strapped in, in from a car to film it
1: Oh yeah, and I heard about that. It, 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 I was, I watched, it, I watched a little bit on. I think IGN did like a watch party with Chris yeah. Hemsworth and the director. I think they were talking about that. But yeah, Hargrave like strapped himself to the top. I mean, of mean, it, it, it looks.
0: It reminds me more of the Raid Two, car scene because the yeah. the Raid Two has the, they're on the hot. are driving on the road and the guy, the mm-hmm. directors are like getting in and out of the car with the camera and all this kind of shit. They're like pulling him in and stuff. Yeah. Um, but like I said to you after I finished watching it, is that. This movie is just—it's the, the raid. Yeah, it's absolutely the raid. I mean, it's it's John Wick with the raid. It's a, it's a combination of both of yeah. them. It has the raid in terms of uh, choreography, in terms of like shot selection, yeah, and in terms of the um, how they approach the combat scenes. Mm-hmm. But it's John Wick in terms of the gunplay.
1: Yeah, you, you know. Yeah, I think I think that's a good thing about yeah, because it's basically yeah, like the raid action choreography, but with with the guns. guns with guns
0: yeah and it shows me too like um... they
1: do have that really good street scene though where they do uh, they both use knives which i think is a really really good fight choreography as well between him and the the indian guy yeah uh, uh like i remember his fucking name he's the San- he's his baby sanjay the babysitter whatever i don't know, I
0: don't know his name yeah um I, I feel like though i really wish that i hated the ending
1: yeah, I was – see, because you – it's funny that you mentioned that because when you were texting me, you were like, oh, I'm like halfway through it. And I would like – I just finished it when you said that. It's was like, I can't wait for this to be a trilogy. And I was like, nah. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a trilogy. No, no.
0: I absolutely – 100% you're wrong. It's
1: going to be absolutely a trilogy. I don't know. It's going to – I ab- mean the director was talking about it. He's, the director basically said he's like he's fucking dead. So He's fucking dead. Then, but then why would you
0: give me the ending shot of the white guy at the pool?
1: Because – uh, they'd done test screenings and
0: people wanted him to live. <laughs> well, duh. I mean, duh. I mean, it's Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Like, yeah. Listen, that's exactly why I know it's going to be at least another sequel. If it's not going to be a sequel, still, it's
1: going to be a prequel. I don't know how you bring it back, though. It's not like John Wick shit where it's like John Wick still fucking lived at the end of the movie.
0: Mm, I I think that they they would be, not only would they be dumb not to make one or two more. Oh, no, they don't, they'd
1: don't. they be dumb to but not it do would, it.
0: He, this director is going to look at gareth evans and be like okay i need at least one more yeah because there's now look if the if the if this movie ended the way the raid 2 ended that'd be like he's dead rama yeah. is either dead or he's done being a cop because there's yeah. actually there's that story or that the article came out a few weeks ago or this past week i think of gareth evans talking about potentially the grade three story where he's like saying like you no. Know, there's no way Rama is going back undercover, because what he's done to his family is so shitty. Like, he's been, yeah. like, in jail for however long, then he's fucking... No, he's done. If he survives yeah. at the end of this movie, in Raid 3, he would be, like, done being a cop or something. He'd be at home with yeah. his family. Yeah, This movie ending is so ambiguous. Mm. If it's movie reality. Getting shot on the neck don't matter, because... They, at, if, they, if we believe in reality of action sequences, like John Wick is dead. That's true. John Wick ran through the city with a gut shot. Yeah. Chris has falling off a building, hit by a car. The, he would be dead. Yeah. So getting shot in the neck on a bridge where your helicopter's right next to you, you jump in the water. I mean, jump in the water is clear sign for I'm still alive. <laughs> now, if yeah. you want, if you wanted to kill him, kill him. Fucking kill him. Like
1: just kill yeah. him, you know. But don't yeah. You can kill him like the babysitter and just shoot him right in the head. So. Just
0: kill him, kill him, or yeah. have him like blast like RoboCop and then he dies and falls down.
1: But don't give me. And then he becomes the new RoboCop. Right.
0: Don't give me the water thing and then the pool scene, because that means yeah. to me that he's either still alive. Because why would you have any other white person that talks to this kid? There's no other reason to. Unless yeah. David Harbor's still alive and he's like, yo, fuck you, kid. You know. Is they, not, I thought David Harbour fucking dead. Exactly. So it has yeah. to be it has to be Chris Emsworth. It has yeah. to be Tyler Rank. Um. if they don't want to do a sequel, then you do prequels. Yeah. You would be, they would be super dumb not to make at least one more Raid style.
1: Yeah.
0: You'd be super dumb not to make one more Raid style. Because the budget is so low for these kind of movies, especially filming in like foreign countries.
1: Yeah.
0: And the countries will pay you to film there. Yeah. I guarantee India paid Netflix to film there. And use Indian actors. You're even paying them less money.
1: Yeah.
0: The only, your your highest budget is fucking two dudes. Yeah. You no, know, it's David Harbor and fucking Chris Hemsworth. So you. Pho- I did
1: not expect David Harbor to fucking show up.
0: No, that was. I. No, I was but like, you, what the you, fuck? You do one more in like Brazil, dude. Like, come on, a prequel, like.
1: I don't know, at this point, I don't want to see Brazil, because I feel like it would just end up being Fast and the Furious 6, and I don't want that, I want something different. Uh, I would almost want something like, I don't know where else you would go, though. Triple Frontier, that's all you gotta do. Yeah, maybe, I guess.
0: I, I, I 100% know. Like, I, I might as well have a fucking source. <laughs> They're making another one.
1: You got that inside knowledge?
0: Even Chris Hemsworth on his little Instagram Live was like, I'm down. Because, oh, of course duh. you'd be down. Because, duh, because it was fucking fun to make. It's the yeah. most, it's the best movie he's ever made.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, there's no other movie he's done that comes close to the quality of this movie. Yeah. Like, Avengers eat dicks. Like, doesn't matter. Like, this is the, the physically best I've seen him do anything. Like, this is what he needs to do. I know, do. man.
1: Fat Thor was pretty physical.
0: Well, Fat Thor was super great, and he's a good actor, obviously, but, like, this is what he needs to do.
1: Yeah, no, I th- I mean, as far as Chris Hemsworth as an actor, I definitely see him being a great action star up there with like Stallone and you know Van Damme and Willis and all those other guys. And so, I will yeah, say this: I, I would prefer him to go down this route for sure.
0: I will say this about this movie and his performance as this extractor mercenary guy. Yeah. Comparatively, I'm going to say this very with the choice words. Okay. Was infinitely more believable in um, gritty and crunchy and however you want to than Keanu Reeves, because Keanu Reeves is fifty-five, and the judo moves make sense, all the takedowns, whatever, and the gunplay makes sense. Right. um, But he's also very slim, and him fighting four guys doing judo, the punches are very pulled. You can still tell that the the hitting in John Wick, you watch it and go, Yeah, okay. I mean, okay. The punches in this look like the raid. Where it makes me think that the stunt coordinators are going, You know what? Either throw them and we'll take them, or we're we're filming this scene where we trust our guys to really put power, but like Jackie Chan style. You know, in the raid, like, they're like, You know, throw them. Throw those punches. We're going to take the falls. We'll take the bumps. Hit them. Throw them. Make it look. Fucking brutal. Whereas yeah. in John Wick, they don't look brutal. Yeah. They don't, they look great. They look fun. They look, they're cool, but they don't look brutal. Nothing that John Wick does makes me go, oh, God. Right? Yeah. Or, but the, like the fucking entry fight scene when he's in the room with the boy, he kills the whole room. Yeah. Like that scene makes you go, dude, this dude is, this is fucking Banshee. This is the raid. This is the raid hallway scene in the first one. Like this is, it's yeah. crunchy, it's brutal. Um, it's ultraviolet in the sense of, like, a fucking, you know, um, like, Drive or something like that. Yeah. Where, or, like, even, like, the only other equivalent currently right now who makes fucking gritty, bone-crunching action scenes is the fucking guy who made, uh, Brawl and Subblock ninety nine, 99, uh, Bone Tomahawk, oh, and yeah. Drive Across Concrete. I forget his name. Uh, that, that's the only other guy who makes fucking, like excessive I can't remember? ultraviolet like like there's a scene in cell block where vince vaughn like snaps this guy's this prison guard's arm and yeah. he just like, watch it like, a, a wide shot of him snapping the arm where he sc- gra- drags this guy's face across the concrete and like you just fucking see this bone like that's the only other movie that's like super craig Dollar. there you go
1: yeah
0: so uh chris hemsworth is built Physically fit to where it's believable. There, I, I mean, in his gunplay surprisingly, like, I it looked good. I mean, his gunplay was on point. I mean, i about it. I'll give Keanu Reeves the bon- the benefit, the the plus on that. He trained way more for his gun stuff, and it's he very trains
1: obvious. a lot for his gunplay. It's, it's very
0: obvious that his his gun stuff Does... is. But I also think that if Keanu Reeves was Chris Hemsworth age. Then it would be like that, but since Keanu Reeves is fucking yeah. you know five years away from being sixty or whatever, yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't knock the guy for that, but I mean, still. I see where I see what you're saying. I see so what you're saying. They're making another one. He's alive, duh. And if he, if he is dead, then they're making a prequel. Yeah,
1: they'll
0: make it. They'll make a workaround. I'll be like the extract the extraction. Uh, no, it won't even call. It won't even call it extraction. It'll be called like you know some other one syllable or or one uh, one word
1: thing um yeah i mean i i think a prequel is infinitely more possible than a sequel but i would be more disappointed if it was a prequel i want to see more from his character where he was at because i mean i i would be disappointed because all of his character growth was in this movie i don't care about like what happened after his son died until he got to this movie, because. Well, okay. His... What, about, what about this? A prequel where his family is still alive. I mean, interesting, but I mean, until his family died, he was just a soldier. So, but,
0: but they never, did they never said if he was, was he was, was he still a mercenary when his family was alive or did he leave the army? When no, he,
1: he was still a soldier because they talked about in the thing that, uh, he left on his third tour when, uh, when his son died. Well, no, he, so he left when his son was dying. Right, and his son died while he was still overseas. Right, but
0: so when he comes back, maybe he still has his wife's like, what? Are you, what's going on? They're t- t- trying to figure it out, you know. Hey. Or you, or you do a military style movie where he's still in the military doing special op stuff. That's still fucking cool.
1: I could see that. Yeah, you know? I'd be down for that.
0: Or you just, or he's just still fucking alive, because you know, <laughs> you know. Again, he had him there at the pool, man. So he's clearly
1: alive. I mean, it's a great excuse for them to just say that he's alive with that last scene. So I can see it.
0: I mean, after everything else he's fucking been through in the movie, I mean, he, come on, a throat shot's nothing.
1: Also, he needs to get revenge on that fucking kid who shot him in the back like a bitch. Oh, dude, that guy,
0: I want him. That's that shit that I hate about that movie, man. Like I hate that shit about this movie. That
1: little runt, street rat kid. That was the like
0: my number one like most like biggest grievance. I was like Mm -hmm. when he was fighting them, I was like hoping he would just fucking kill the kid. Like, yeah. I was just hoping he would fucking kill the kid. Like, I wanted him to like. I wanted the director to make that scene extra brutal. Yeah. Like, extra extra brutal. Like,
1: you no, know, like more brutal than him like slamming kids in the side of fucking Vance. Yeah. I,
0: I wanted the scene to be like you no know, like he fucking like John Wick shotguns the fucking thing. Also by the way, that was wasn't that in this movie too? He didn't use a shotgun. There's a oh you know what it was in you know what it was actually it was in it was in Blade. I was watching Blade yesterday, and the opening <laughs> the opening scene of the opening scene of Blade, where he has the the shotgun with the spikes and the shotgun. Yeah. Um, he puts the spike spike part of the shotgun it's empty, and he's like loads yeah. it and shoots it. That's it's that's, because you when know John Wick, he has the empty gun, he loads it up and shoots the guy. So, all right, well that's a very similar movie, I guess.
1: Great stuff.
0: So, we can move great in. Great movies all around. Blade, yeah. John
1: Wick, Extraction, but great movies. I want
0: to say this again about Blade. Because I only watched... Blade the is
1: a great fucking movie. I only
0: watched the opening scene that I stopped. Because I just wanted to watch I the opening scene.
1: I fucking love Blade. Blade is such a good fucking movie.
0: So, the guy in Blade, the opening, is Kenny Johnson. I didn't know that. Kenny is Johnson is that
1: the guy with the, the long hair or whatever? Kenny or Johnson is
0: a guy from The Shield. He's also in SWAT. He's one of the main characters of SWAT. So I didn't okay. know this, so I'm watching Blade the opening. I go, oh my god, it's fucking, it's the guy from SWAT. I'm like, it's the same dude, just fucking, you no, know, 20 years ago, or whatever. Um, which is really weird. He's the one human in the he's the human dinner that they bring to the club. Okay, but it makes me laugh so much because that opening is so badass. And we talk, talked we talked. The
1: opening is crazy, dude.
0: We've talked before about it, but it's such a well done opening where like. One, it's the '90s. It's super '90s, and then the vampires
1: go.
0: The vampires go crazy. They start fucking fanging out, and then the blood's coming they, down. They have
1: Can't, a giant fucking blood rave. It's yeah. Sick. And then Blake comes in with his fucking trench coat well, and no, his no, fucking no, no, dark sunglasses. No, it's not
0: not even that. It's it's how it happens. like the, the blood's coming down. Vampires are you know getting all horny and shit.
1: Oh, you mean the techno music pumping? Techno
0: music's mm-hmm. pumping. The DJ has flashlights in the side of his head. They're flashing the lights. Kenny Johnson's like, oh, no, freaking out. He starts crawling away. They're kicking him and shit. He's crawling away. He crawls, he crawls, he crawls, he crawls, he crawls, crawls, and he stops. And the camera pans up, and you see a pair of black boots. And then it comes around behind the boots, and the crowd's like, yeah, Daywalker, Daywalker, Daywalker. Daywalker, Daywalker." Daywalker. And it comes up to him, and it's like, dude, the best reveal of a superhero. Or whatever you want to call Blade. And then fucking... He's a superhero. He kills vampires. They keep calling him weirdo and shit. And it's like, dude, I cannot wait. I I cannot wait
1: wait for for Mahershala Mahershala to be fucking Blade. I can't wait. But
0: my one downside, and here's the problem with Mahershala. uh, Mahershala,
1: I will say this too, because I think it's about to be the same thing, is that I've never seen him do action.
0: I've never seen him throw throw a kick.
1: Yeah, I've never seen him do action. But but Wesley
0: Snipes is a martial arts guy. Yeah, his, his, that's him. I Fucking like... Demolition
1: Man, baby. Fucking. So it,
0: it makes me concerned that I'm gonna I'm gonna see a very boring static blade.
1: That would be the most. That would be the most disappointing thing. Also, I, I wonder. Cool shit. I wonder. Blade's a cool ass character. He needs to do cool ass shit.
0: I wonder if the, how how they're gonna, how he's gonna play Blade too, because in uh-huh. in this movie in the in Wesley Snipes version of Blade, he's like serious like ninety percent of the time. But he has jokes. He's like, a joke character. Like, there's a scene in the hospital. Is it the hospital scene or is it in the...
1: Oh, yeah, in Blade in 1 race. where he's like, he get he gets shot by a police officer and he's yeah. like, you motherfucker! Like, motherfucker,
0: what? I'm
1: like... Must be outside your fucking mind! I'm
0: like, so wait, is Mahershala gonna do that too? Like, is he gonna be like 90% serious and then jokes like 10% of the time?
1: Like, I don't oh, know. I feel like it's the Marvel format where it's like 50% serious, 50% jokes. But I also wonder too, like, I feel like Mahershala is going to be older than... He's going to be so much older.
0: Older than when than Wesley Snipes was. Well, he's he,
1: already... I think he's already older than Wesley Snipes than when Wesley Snipes originally played Blade. That's
0: what I'm saying. I think he's going to And he's
1: going to be... It's going to be even longer because I don't think... Because Blade's not coming out until like 2022 so or something. Mahershala
0: right? Ali is 46 right now.
1: Yeah. So,
0: Wesley Snipes is 57 right now. So yeah, so he was like, let's,
1: let's, like 30... Let's something. do some
0: uh, like, some math. I think Blade came out in 1998.
1: I think so. He was like 30 something when Blade came out. He was like 38 or something. So like hold
0: that. on. Let me do some. Let me do some quick math. Um, <laughs> 2020 minus 1998. <clears throat> 22 years. 57 what? minus 22 he was 35.
1: Yeah. So he's fucking young. But he man. was a
0: 35 year old also martial artist guy who was also jacked.
1: That's the other thing too is that like I don't know I mean like Maheshala has like a good body in uh True Detector, which is the last thing that I saw him in but like I've just n- I've never seen him do
0: action but 11 years older than than a guy who made his career doing action stuff
1: unless like, they do the John Wick shit which would be cool but you like can't,
0: you can't have Blade be doing fucking judo I don't know
1: and he can't I don't be, know what they're going to do
0: he can't be only using guns and swords too
1: I mean, you know? I feel like that's probably what's going to happen. He's just going to use his sword, and he's going to use his guns the whole time. But it's going to be lame. I want to see, like, martial arts shit. Blade needs to be, like... fucking. Blade's out there, an like, action star, dude. He's fucking... Fucking martial arts... Yeah!
0: I don't know, man. That would be like if they, like... When they did the Punisher, if he didn't punch and kick. You know? like, yeah. It would be like, no, the Punisher has to do something, because he's going to win at all costs. Like... Yeah. Or if they overpower Blade and like he punches one punch and like people,
1: uh, and people like turn into weird CGI skeletons. Yeah.
0: And... <laughs> and so so I, I'm very, inter- I'm very excited for because I love Blade, mm-hmm. but I just I'm really worried about how they're gonna per- portray, portray the Blade in terms of like super serious. Is he gonna be funny too, right. or is he not gonna be funny? Which I, I'm fine with him being very serious. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but I want to know how they're going to do action. To me, that I don't know. I think concerning.
1: it's going to be more funny than serious. I mean, it's just based on the it's way that Blade, Marvel. Though. Yeah, but I mean, just look at everything that Marvel has done now, and it's just like they just you no, know, no matter what it is, it, they always leans towards more comedy than seriousness. That's just the way that Marvel works now. Well, they should bring back what's his name to play Frost. Yeah, the fucking, um, uh, God damn it! Because the show is canceled. Steven Dorff, because yeah, his show was canceled,
0: so he must Wait, be. Wait, his it. show
1: got canceled. Yeah, what was it, deputy or whatever? Deputy.
0: He got canceled, so mine might. He was ha- great
1: true, He was great in True Detective.
0: Yeah, just, just let him play Frost. Yeah, let again. him be. Let him be. Bring, bring, bring Steven Dorff back. Bring him back to play Frost. Bring back the guy who plays the other guy.
1: Because, from Blade Two? No, yeah.
0: no, the guy from Blade. With the 1.
1: vampire mouth. The Ugh. guy from Blade One. The
0: oh. Frost is like side guy.
1: Oh, the guy, with the redneck.
0: The guy from. Um,
1: is he from Gra- something else?
0: From Grounded for Life, and he played Bullock in Gotham. Oh, did he? He was the other main character alongside, what's his name? Benjamin, whatever the fuck's name is, or Ben something? It's the or... same dude? Yeah. Besides Ben McKenzie? Yeah, that's the same guy. He plays his partner. What
1: the fuck? I yeah. didn't even think of that.
0: Come so on, these dog. guys are still working. They still look pretty much the same. Bullock. Oh, really? Damn. I guess that is him. He so looks... They Not look, what I was. They look pretty much the same. So if you're gonna cast him, then just fucking fucking put him back in as what's what the fuck his name is.
1: I don't remember what his fucking name was in Blade. I don't. I I, it. All, he's guy
0: gets burned alive and then kills people in the hospital. That's all I remember.
1: Yeah, That's he gets name. stabbed. He uh, Wesley Blades puts two spikes in his shoulders and then he fucking burns him and he doesn't die somehow, which is because they, they, they put him out. Did they? But the everybody else, the, it's the like you burnt. Yeah, but everybody else is like burned and it's like insta-death. And he is like, no, I'm still alive.
0: Well, you have to have some sort of like no plot armor for the story.
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: That's going to be interesting to see. how That's supposed to be be a TV show, right?
1: Yeah, because it's supposed to be on Disney Plus, which is another thing, which is like it does not feel like something. Blade is not something that fits on Disney Plus.
0: Is Is there a release date for that yet or no?
1: I think it's I don't think they had an official date because um the whole thing the, the whole thing is that it's just after phase 4. I think the Blade TV show is like the f- part one of phase 5, whatever phase 5 is. So,
0: how do you think they're going to really like combine cuz they haven't done this yet, right? They they've they've done the uh, like supernatural in the sense of like magic.
1: Right, with with, Doctor Strange. With Doctor
0: Strange and even, like, Iron Fist. But they haven't done, like, Paranormal yet. I wonder how they're going to combine that. Because that makes you you feel like, okay, how did Daredevil and the Punisher run around New York City this whole time and
1: not fucking fight a vampire? I feel like they're not going to set it in New York City, which would be a misstep. But I don't know how... I don't know how you could, like... But also, I don't know, because now I feel like they're at that point where they're, like, they're kind of ignoring the Netflix stuff. And they're just like, eh, the Netflix stuff didn't happen because Disney didn't make it. So I feel like that might also be part of it. But it's weird because at the same time, that stuff is connected to the MCU. Like, they talk about fucking Avengers 1 in, like, all the fucking shows and all that shit. So I don't know. But I could totally see them just, like, ignoring all the Netflix stuff and being like, oh, Blades in New York and blah, blah, blah. I
0: don't know want? what about you think about um who's who are they gonna cast for Whistler who Cause they, they Jeff bridges because they Jeff bridges won't do Whistler Jeff bridges would totally do Whistler I, I don't think he will I mean even you know you
1: know what they'll do they'll what? put a reunion together they do Vigo Mortensen to be a Whistler get that green book reunion <laughs> that, that, that'd be it
0: here's the problem with that right Whistler's supposed to be older Viggo Mortensen's old Not like Not like by like 20 years or anything By like Well that's true But also
1: Well that's another problem Is that Mahershala Ali So old Who the fuck You gonna get That's older than him
0: Well I mean That's what's great About having Wesley Snipes And Chris Christopherson That Chris Christopherson Like is like Was like so much older Than him
1: Yeah Although I will say That Mahershala Ali Ali Looks young
0: Yeah I mean with, With makeup and shit He'll look young enough
1: yeah. So let me look at this. I don't, four. I don't know who we cast. I don't know who would be like the big... Who's the big like old person that would like... Do you, fit, think, well. do you think
0: they're going to make Whistler a black guy or white guy or Asian guy or somebody?
1: Probably, They'll probably just keep with him being a white guy. I don't know why they wouldn't. I mean, they already got Blade being like the main character. I don't feel like they need to slug in another black guy just because. You know, it's not even on the...
0: I'm looking at Wikipedia right now, and it's not even on the Phase 4 slate. It was Phase 5.
1: Yeah, it's supposed to be the first part of Phase 5. So we're, like, not even close. No, yeah, no. That's the other... That's what I'm saying. Like, Mahershala Ali's going to be so old by the time we... Because I don't think... Because Phase 4's not even supposed to end until, like, 2023 or some shit like 20, that. Here's just 2022. On okay. Wikipedia so, it says that Falcon, Winter so Soldier... Even, yeah, so Blade's not even supposed to be out until, like, 2023.
0: Well, it says here the, on Wikipedia, which obviously could be wrong... That uh, Falcon Winter Soldier is the first one coming out. That's August 2020. And then Wandavision December 2020. Loki yep. is early 2021. What If is tw- mid 2021. Okay. Something else. And then Hawkeye 2022. Miss Marvel is 2022. Moon Knight is 2022. And She Hulk is 2022.
1: That's a lot of fucking shit. Yeah. Also, it's a lot of fucking shit for them not putting out a single fucking Marvel TV show yet.
0: That's too long, and they really
1: missed the window here. I really feel like, I mean, I feel like, I feel like they did. I feel like they announced it too early. If they're going to wait that long. Because I mean, people want Blade now. People like Blade. People like Blade the character. People want Blade now. I feel like it's a missed opportunity. I don't even feel like we talked about this at the time, how like big of a fuck-up this is.
0: Oh, it's absolutely a messed mess, fuck-up. Because, like, you're going to give me um, stuff that I don't care about. I mean, and, You're going to make and, me wait for the one thing that I care about. Which, again, obviously I understand that. I'm f- whatever. But look, I am – I say this all the time because people get mad when people say this. Mm. I am Asian-American, right? I am you a are. Rice fan, right? <laughs> I like stuff. My dogs are alive, but my mom grew up saying, telling me, like, you know what? If your dog keeps misbehaving, maybe we'll have him for dinner, that's the joke, joke my mom used to have said all the time, right? So, but I'm saying that because I don't give a shit about Shang-Chi. I right. want Blade. I want yeah. Blade. I don't give a shit about the Eternals. I want Blade. Um,
1: Uh-oh,
0: hold on a i I'm
1: losing anything. there. I want Blade. That's really... Low. I mean, I'm fine with Winter... The Winter... Uh, the fucking Winter Soul movie. I'm fine with that because I like those characters. But I'm gonna fuck about Loki. I don't care about Loki. I don't I don't that everybody else fucking Loki. I don't care about that. I don't care about She Hulk. Um What was the other one that you said? Hawkeye's fine. I'm fine with Hawkeye. Um What was the other ones? Oh um, You said another one
0: WandaVision Loki I don't care.
1: Yeah. Uh Miss Marvel. Definitely don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. Um, and there was another one after um, the what ifs. Oh well, I mean, yeah. oh, the, and the what ifs fine. I mean, those those are, those are fun because it's just one offs. So I'm fine with like the one off storytelling. That actually makes me more excited for that because I don't have to watch like ten fucking episodes. I can just watch the ones that I want. So that's more interesting to me. Um, but yeah. I just want Blade. That's all I want. I just want Blade. That's literally all I want is Blade. I've wanted Blade for like fifteen fucking years since like Blade yeah. Trinity came out, and that movie was fucking dog shit. That movie was dog shit.
0: Alright, well let's move into the news of the week, which we don't have much, but we got one big thing. We got a big thing. Huge, some would say. Um I'm wanna I'm gonna preface this and i want to ask you a question, Zach, about this. Okay. So The Last of Us Two Got leaked. Uh-oh, hold on, Zach. I lost you. Okay. Oh, there you are. I got your oh, back. Am I still here? You were, you were frozen for a little you bit. You got it? Okay. Um, oh,
1: okay. The
0: Last of Us Two... Up. You...
1: Uh, go ahead. Read them? Yo, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I did too. Okay. It took me well oh, a yeah. while to find them. Uh, they scrubbed them pretty clean, but I found them. Well, uh... I,
0: I, found, I, I read them the day after they got leaked. I couldn't find any good video i only wa- i was able to find i
1: couldn't, fi- I couldn't find the video i, was I finding... could only find the details i could
0: only find uh J- the joel scene but it was like a really... I, could, I
1: couldn't even find that
0: i could only find that and it was it was someone filming their a screen recording from someone else's phone Damn. um i couldn't find oh, any fuck. so like okay last of us 2 got leaked essentially the, the game got leaked to youtube yeah. um cut scenes there were so- not everything. the whole thing
1: but there were certain key cutscenes, and i think there was some gameplay that got mm-hmm. leaked um, but more than that, story details got leaked.
0: Major cutscenes got leaked to, to the internet. Um, Sony initially were saying that it was a disgruntled employee who yeah. leaked it because, well, we all know that Naughty Dog has, one, been crunching and, two, has not been, been paying employees.
1: Yeah. And also it's just not nice to their employees in general.
0: Yeah. And most of their staff has left, according to some other reports. Um Yeah. But apparently now it's, it was saying that it's hackers now, who found like a loophole. I in some actually didn't of the code. see this
1: update.
0: Interesting. Yeah, today and early last night I was seeing articles saying that it was um, hackers hacked some, found some loophole in some prior games that they were able to use to kind of like get into a system or something and find the. I don't. I don't care who did it. I don't care how they did it. I don't give a shit about that. My question is this: knowing that the leaks happened,
1: and they're real because basically Naughty Dog confirmed that they're real.
0: Yeah, because the leaks come out and they and they, they give them an official release date.
1: They give an the official release date, and then Naughty Dog releases a statement saying, "I we hope the journey of the the journey of blah 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 will be better than but," basically saying that you should experience the game for yourself. And I'm like, oh, okay, no. so these are fucking real.
0: We are heartbroken for our staff. Eat dicks, yeah. Naughty Dog. Okay, Zach.
1: Having Fuck read, Neil Druckmann, by the way. Men, as I like to call him.
0: Read tr- some transcripts. Yeah. How do you feel about the leaks? How do you feel about leaks overall in terms of games, in terms of movies? Mm. Is it immoral? Was it good? Was it bad? How do you feel about it? How do you feel about the game? Are you going to buy it now? How is this? Before you answer, yes. I'll give you my quick opinion on this real quick before I, d- I dive in more later. Okay this is absolutely the best thing that could have happened for me i'll say that zach Mm.
1: now i'll I'll take it over to you okay um so you laid out a couple questions i'm gonna try to tackle them one by one so how i feel about the leaks for not for last of us two um i really don't feel any other way about it because that goes to another answer which is i wasn't planning on buying the game in the first place this just furthered my resolve that I don't give a fuck about this game, right? Because um, I liked Last of Us One, um, but I feel like that's a story that was told in and of itself. I don't really need a continuation of that story. I feel like it was contained pretty well. I mean, they had the obvious thing where they could put a sequel in there if they wanted to, but I really didn't need one. I think I thought it was fine where it was, where where the first game ended up, and I was I was fine with leaving the story what it was. So I was I was not the least bit really excited about this game at all. I didn't really care about it Other way. There were other games that I cared about infinitely more, like Final Fantasy VII Remake or Ghost of Tsushima or Cyberpunk. So right. this game really wasn't high on my list at all. Uh, and this just furthered my resolve that I wasn't going to buy this game. Um, now, to the second question, which is how do I feel about leaks in general? Uh, normally, I think they're generally... I would generally consider them to be immoral and wrong. I think it's wrong to take something that people have spent a lot of their time and effort and energy and put a lot of, you know, for a lot of people, they put their heart and souls into these games, especially when you're at a place like Naughty Dog, where you're crunching all the fucking time, which means you're working ungodly hours for a game that if you're crunching and you're willing to deal with the crunch, it's a game that you care a lot about. It's something that's near and dear to your heart. And so the fact that, like, you take all that effort and kind of, like, shit all over it by saying, oh, here's everything that they're, all they're working on. You don't have to pay for it or, you know, give them any money for, you know, all this effort they've been putting in. Um, I feel like that's kind of shitty overall. That's my general opinion uh, about leaks in general. Um, I'm glad these fucking leaks happen because this <laughs> game yeah. fucking garbage.
2: Yeah.
1: Fuck this game. Fuck Naughty Dog. They've been fucking bullshit since fucking Uncharted mm-hmm. 4. The gameplay in Uncharted 4 was great, but that story was fucking garbage. Um, yeah, I, I
0: really I don't care about leaks. Um, I, I don't care. I have no emotional reaction to it. I don't feel bad for the people who made the game. I don't feel bad because because leaks don't leaks and spoilers don't bother me because I will yeah. still buy the product if I want it because I will enjoy the journey. Yeah. The journey matters to me. I don't care about the ending. The ending I think matters it's, zero. I
1: think it's different for me with games between movies, uh, especially. Because, yeah, I think especially with games, I think the journey is just as big of a part of it for me. Especially in a game where you're playing a game for like 30 hours. I mean, you're right. going on a whole journey. I mean, for me, it's like I knew the ending of The Last of Us before I played it. And I yeah. still enjoyed playing that game and like knowing like where it led and all well, that stuff. To me, it, it
0: really comes down to, especially with games where you're investing so many hours... Yeah. The ending or parts of the story have to be so, so atrocious to make me say fuck the journey. Like,
1: Last of Us 2.
0: Jedi Fallen Order. That ending is such trash where it makes Mm. me go, you know what? The gameplay could be amazing, it could be the most cool Star Wars game of all time, but that ending is such bullshit. That I am mm-hmm. not going to waste my hours or my dollars for that game, even if the game is know. completely great. That ending is enjoy, such but, trash. I still enjoyed Jedi Fallen Order. Could you imagine Zach going to see Star Wars in the movie theater for three hours? That's mm. the story we get, and the ending is this. You know what? But delete. Could you yeah. imagine walking in the theater and you would be okay with that? No, you'd be fucking pissed. Yeah. That's like because all, all honestly, that's almost that's a waste of fucking time. Yeah. That means that your whole fucking journey right there. Now Please. again, again, journeys matters more than the ending, but the ending still has to be benefit beneficial
1: to the journey. Um, I mean, yeah, you want to end up somewhere that's significant and important, and that justifies, you know, the forty hour trek that you fucking it, took. When I was playing Final
0: Fantasy X, and I find out that you're a dream, I was like, yeah. okay, um, that fucking sucks. Yeah that's the whole joke but oh it's, it was a dream it was a dream it was a dream you know that's yeah stupid stupid bullshit writing fall yeah. in order we find all the list of the potential jedi and we're gonna just
1: delete them yeah but i also think that's the limitation of i mean not to excuse the game but i think that's the limitation of you know where they place their game and the limitations of being in this disney star wars universe so if you where know, if you
0: know beforehand don't tell that story
1: yeah, tell I think a that's, better story. I think, I think it would have been better if they'd put in that story in a different time Either line.
0: kill him, have him die in a great battle, yeah. or he or go into hiding. Like, yo, have fucking got else. killed by
1: Darth Vader, dude. God damn. Or do me.
0: something else, because that ending to me is completely waste of time. That's a waste of hours for me to play a game for that to be the ending. Yeah. Um, so with Last of Us, with the leaks coming out and me reading them and me even seeing. Spoiler alert. Joel's death. Having played Last of Us and loving it so much because of the storytelling. That that is such a great emotional story. Cinematic story of a man who had a family and then lost it at the beginning of the game. And I cried at the beginning of the game. And then you fucking play this whole game and he's slowly learning to love again. Yeah. Even though he has become such a emotionless survivalist in this world, whereas I seen the first game where he ambushed by these like fucking like pieces of shit, yeah. And Ellie is like passing comments like, "How would you know that was gonna happen?" He's like, "Cause I, cause I fucking I survive. I've been there. I've done it. Yeah. You know, like I've done it before." No. Yeah. So, and then to come into this game and you you play as a character you you don't fucking care about. And you get to play yeah. as this character to kill the character that you love yeah. is just ridiculous. That's yeah. just bad storytelling and it, it's it, it reeks of the it reeks of you know what? I like Game of Thrones too. So I'm just gonna kill everyone you care about and I'm gonna be so edgy and, and oh I'm so I'm such a deep dark writer. you know, I'm gonna kill the people you Yeah, it's called bad storytelling. Yeah. It's called bad storytelling What it is Cause I had yeah. I had hours to learn To care about This relationship Between these two people
2: mm-hmm.
0: And you're gonna shit on that And be like Oh well cause revenge is bad That's fucking stupid That's a fucking waste of, do- of time So to me no. the, These yeah. leaks Are literally Me going You
1: know what The journey ain't worth it Clearly No Well I mean to me The journey was I mean like I said earlier The journey was never worth it To me Because I just didn't I mean to me naughty dog didn't justify a second journey no, to me no definitely at, um, even from you know the first pitch from that first trailer I was like I don't I don't give a fuck cuz yeah. it, it was clearly like Ellie centric and I was like Ellie's fine but like I don't give a fuck about her I care about Joel yeah. Joel's character I care about I don't give a fuck about your fucking piece of shit DLC that like made me try to care about her cuz I didn't play the DLC cuz I don't give a fuck about Ellie right. I give a fuck about Joel Joel's the cool-ass character. Joel's the fucking father figure. He's the guy who I aspire to be as a fucking man. Loves his daughter. Does anything for his daughter. And then his heart gets fucking broken when she gets fucking killed. it basically wrecks him as a fucking person. Um, yeah, no, it's heartbreaking. No, I, I'm fine with...
0: I didn't play the DLCs, but I, I'm fine with them because they they build story for that character. I'm fine I don't care that she's gay. I don't care about any of that shit. I don't care about any of that yeah. bullshit. That's storytelling. I'm fine with that.
1: I don't give a fuck about any of that. It's not that she's gay. I just don't care. I don't. I honestly. What I, ca- think what I care about. That interesting of a character. I, I think Joel I, is an interesting or an infinitely more interesting character than Ellie. As what a I
0: what I care about is that in the sequel, allegedly, allegedly, you kill both these characters that you love.
1: That's that's the thing. But, but, me. It's not, you, you don't just kill oh Joe, you, you kill, kill Ellie Ellie's too,
0: but you also kill Ellie's like girlfriend or whatever.
1: Oh, and you, you play as her, don't you? I you thought play, you
0: did. You play as her for the half first half of the game, and then you play as right, the, and, that's, what you, and that's Abby
1: character. I thought the Abby character was her girlfriend. Where it's no, like the Abby well, that's Dina, was the character that was like Ellie's girlfriend, and then you have no, to go that's, kill.
0: Her. That's like Dina or something or some shit. Oh, oh so you, no. you play as Ellie for the first half, and you play as Abby's for the last half, from what I understand. Yeah. And then, but then you from what I read. But then you fucking, you're okay. So not only can we not just first game we're gay, okay? Yeah. Fine, I'm fine with that. I don't, care, I don't give a shit. Second game we're gonna kill the gay person as a transgendered person. Yeah. From what we understand from the leaks. Because why? Because in the first game some random fucking doctor that Joe killed. Oh, that's yeah. her dad. Okay.
1: Okay. okay. This is fun.
0: Nobody
1: gives a fuck about some random fucking Firefly doctor that tried to kill Ellie. Because to me, on an impact level, on an impactful level,
0: storytelling level, creativeness, writing, emotional, Joel making the sacrifice to say fuck humanity for this girl Mm -hmm. to kill all these people to get back instead instead of choosing humanity yeah. is infinitely more deep and sacrificial than, Oh, you killed my dad in the first game. So I'm going to kill you back. That's not the same level. No, that ain't the same. You know, I remember watching interviews with Neil Druckmann and the first game came out mm-hmm. being like, talking about how he has a daughter and like what he would do for his daughter. And that's why that, that ending made sense to him so what the fuck are you talking about in this game yeah. what, what's, what the fuck's going on in this game
1: you want your daughter to fucking smash like, you in the what, head what, with what, a fucking what, golf fucking club problem? like what the like, fuck is this
0: so like the, the they aren't equal the, yeah. the idea of like oh revenge revenge is circular fucking that's played out yeah that's played the fuck out yeah. it's a waste of fucking time and yeah. if I spent years working on a game and that's the game that I'm making throw it in the trash can yeah, because that's not gonna that's not, that's not gonna be well. It's not gonna be perceived well. And if you think it was, you're an idiot. Yeah, you know, like that's that's stupid. You know? That's this fucking I mean...
1: culture, dude. This fucking culture breeds fucking idiots who think that these fucking ideas work and that people want these fucking this fucking bullshit. It's rough. It's rough because
0: it's even it's not even the same frequency of like emotionalness. No, it's not even on the same frequency of like the. You, you can't give me half a game to care about this one girl, character, boy, transgendered character. And I think that it's going to make up for me going through a year playing with these two characters and like learning all the dialogue with them, walking through yeah. the wasteland and the sacrifice that Joel makes and all this shit. And you think that I'm going to give a fuck yeah. of this random ass character and her struggles or his struggles. I'm going to fucking give a shit. Yeah. It's just called being tone deaf to the fucking store. I mean, again, they Naughty Dog went and they watched Walking Dead and they watched fucking Game of Thrones and thought they were being clever. Yeah. In reality, you take all the people that are going to buy the game or were going to buy the game, and yeah. half of them said, you know what? That sounds like ass. Yeah. So now we're not going to buy it. Yeah. That's
1: what happened. Yeah, I'd rather put my money toward Ghost is Your Sema, baby. Which got delayed too, right? Dude, that shit pisses me off, honestly, more than anything else, because I'm pretty sure they gave The Last of Us Ghost of Shusima's initial release date. I'm like, you fuckers, I don't give a fuck about Last of Us. Give me Shusima first. Give me that in June. You pushed fucking Last of Us to July. Well, what is that coming out now? Well, now Ghost is coming out in July. July what? This July? I think it's July 2017. Yeah, it's like this July, but. It was supposed to come out in like fucking June. Mm. That's was that Sucker Punch, right? Yeah, that was the. I'm pretty sure when I was looking at it on the PlayStation Store, the the initial release date was in like June.
0: Right. Well, it's still close enough, I guess.
1: Not Close enough for me, dude. I want the game fucking <laughs>
0: now. Well, moving into some other uh, quick news. That, Talk about uh, a game that
1: doesn't suck ass for one second, one okay. quick hot second here. Go for did it. Did you watch this trailer? Which one? Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, read... I did watch it. Fuck yes, dude! I want this game so fucking bad. <laughs> um, I just want I just want to play as a Viking again. I'm, I'm mixed on it. I mean, it's, the the only thing that mixes me about it is that it's a CGI trailer, so yep. it's not gameplay. Exactly. So I don't know what the actual game's going to look like. But if you look at Odyssey and Origins, those games look pretty good. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they're the same team, and they're going to be basically doing what they do in, in those games, but with Vikings, which is fucking rad, because I haven't beat Origins, but I've played it. It's fun. <laughs> It's much more RPG heavy than the original Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. games, which is I'm fine with. But it, there's a lot of like leveling of your weapons, and like this weapon does more damage. And I was like, yeah. I don't really care about that. I just want to fucking kill people. Um, I haven't played Odyssey yet because it hasn't gone on sale, and I'm not. I have not gotten to the point since I beat Assassin's Creed Four that I want to play full that I want to pay full price for an Assassin's Creed game. So, so um,
0: I will tell you this: this game worth it. Which one, Odyssey? Odyssey. yeah
1: Yeah, okay the greek one's worth
0: it i i i haven't beat it by any club by any means yeah my girlfriend's played it all the way through like
1: twice damn and it's fucking
0: huge like she's played every mission yeah it's
1: huge yeah that's what i've heard she's
0: played the entire the entire disc and all of she's just finished playing it again all the dlc
1: okay
0: like it's a fucking massive game yeah um i mean like i think 90 hours per playthrough I, I something like that. Some massive number. Um and it's super RPG. So yeah. take that and put it into this the to a Viking setting and I'm I'm cool with that. I'm I'm fine with that by all means. Yeah. Um and then they also have like, you know, the mythical stuff too, you no, know, and in, the, in yeah. Odyssey you fight like mythical beasts at some point. So they didn't
1: do that much in Origins, at least where I'd gotten. But yeah, I saw that a lot of part in Odyssey is like you actually facing off against like Greek gods and stuff like that. Well, so. not
0: really gods, but I mean, I, I there are boss battles I, I, I fought for my girlfriend when she was playing it. I played, and the first time she, she figured out how to do it later. But mm-hmm. um, I fought like the Cyclops i thought mm-hmm. some like other like these like these like you th- had to face
1: medusa greek
0: right? yeah i fought medusa the greek monster yeah. characters you fight them yeah. um so yeah i mean it's, it's the setting's cool and i'm, I'm happy with that yeah. i was hoping because no, initially the rumors were going to be it was gonna be more like rome like caesar and i was like yeah having sweet i mean it would been kind of like similar enough to odyssey but i would, I would like to see like rome i'd be kind of kind of rad yeah
1: um
0: but the valhalla i mean it's of course it's gonna be vikings i mean that's it's Vikings are hot right now, you know. Between God of Vikings War, Vikings are
1: the hot shit, dude. Fucking The Last Kingdom. You got Vikings, yeah. the TV show. Yeah,
0: TV show. I mean, yeah,
1: fucking God of War four, so fucking I, I, bring I, Vikings
0: back. I, I I get it, you know, and, I, and it looks yeah. fine from a s- cinematic trailer. Obviously,
1: no gameplay. I mean, yeah, I'll um, definitely hold judgment till I see gameplay, but I mean, the trailer. I mean, the trailer got me fucking hyped, dude. I'm not gonna lie, I'm fucking jacked. I want to play it. Um, but what what is this trailer you posted? I didn't watch this trailer which one the Uh,
0: hbo thing
1: oh so this is what's it called this is actually something i'd heard about for a long time but i didn't know it was actually still coming out this is a new um bad robot and jordan peele uh series called lovecraft country it is basically like a supernatural version a supernatural tale kind of with like lovecraftian horror that takes place in like the Jim Crow South. They call mm-hmm. it the Lovecraft Country, which is like um, the southern part of the United States. And so it's about this guy, the main guy who his father disappeared, and it's all about him like trying to track his father down. There ends up being like, you know, Eldritch horror and stuff like that. Um, I'm super excited for it. It looks rad as shit. Um, it reminds me a lot of, um, honestly, the look of it is very much like it looks like Penny Dreadful, like uh, yeah. Los Angeles. Like it's like that same type of vibe. So yeah. I'm, I'm watching the
0: trailer right now, and it looks interesting enough. Mm-hmm. I I personally don't care about like race stuff. I, it's uh, there's so much stuff that yeah. there are so many shows that hit on this exact same issue. That yeah. obviously you can you can do it a thousand th- ta- thousand times, and it can still be really well done. But mm-hmm. like, I don't need to see it every fucking season of a TV show. Right. Which we've seen it literally, like, every season. There's so I think show. that's my
1: only problem with it is because this is... I don't know if it was written, but it was produced, at least by Jordan Peele. You yes, said produced, and it yeah. Seems, and it seems like he's got, like, one lane, and, like, he's fucking sticking with it. it, like, it it's like, Get absolutely have, like, the same message. And, it's like, absolutely. this seems like it has a very similar message to those movies. It's absolutely... And that, that's and actually I, super disappointing.
0: I... I I like the concept of the monster stuff. Yeah. I'm all about that. That's super cool, but I don't want to go into it and just be beat over the head with some agenda, which I mean, that goes either way. Even if it was like a fucking, like, you know, like I didn't, I didn't watch the plot against America, even though I'm pretty sure it's gonna be, it's cool. It's good. I'm sure it's gonna be great. But like political, that's why I didn't watch watchmen political agenda stuff at the core of the story. I, Depends on the story. I mean, like, if yeah. you give me two sides of the story, then I'm fine. But if you give me just one point of view, I mean, maybe it's good, maybe it's bad. I don't know. But like, it's real that's that really bums me out because I know that's Jordan Peele. That's why I didn't watch either of his movies. Yeah. Because of that particular thing, and I'm also a tan person. <laughs> you know, I, like I don't like I don't care about that um yeah i like monsters i like i like urban fantasy i'm all about that super cool that's uh, a cool concept
2: yeah
0: i don't want to see i'm tired there's a bill burr bit about how much white guilt is left in america yeah where there's a funny bit coming out a like year just like five six years ago when this bit came out on one of the specials Where there's the uh there's a movie about the all the first all black swim team mm-hmm. like he's like i don't care anymore I used to have white guilt with, like, no roots and all this kind of stuff. But now I don't give a fuck. Because you're down to swimming. I don't fucking care yeah. anymore. And that's where I'm at now. Where, like, the era is... F- I'm cool with the era. I'm fine with the era. Yeah. But, like, between Penny Dreadful City of Angels, which I haven't watched yet. Yeah. Being about, okay, uh, are you Mexican or are you a cop? It's yeah. Like, oh, fucking K. come the fuck on. I don't fucking give a shit. Just tell the cool monster story yeah just tell because at some point at some point in both those shows Zach
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I haven't seen Penny Dreadful the new season yet because I, I, I just don't care at right. some point in both of these shows Zach tell me I am wrong mm.
2: they're,
0: that they're going to be like this well who's the real monster that fucking monster monster or the white monster I guarantee they're going to do it I guarantee yeah, I guarantee that's going to happen and when yep. that happens, I'm going to turn the fucking TV off. Yeah. So that's bad writing. Yeah. It's bad fucking writing. Right? Ugh. Ugh. A, like, I was watching the, that Hunter show.
1: Oh, yeah, I, the Al Pacino. I never actually watched that. What, I
0: remember watching the trailer when it came out. I was so turned off about it because it was, like, oh, it's the 70s and a bunch of fucking diverse people are going to get together and kill Nazis. I'm like, yeah. oh, God, who, what fucking PC police wrote this show, man? But then my dad, like, a week ago, my dad's like, hey, I watched the show. It was actually pretty good. I go, okay, well, shit. Well, my dad is fucking as conservative as they come. And if yeah. he told me the show, I'm like, well, dad, is it super duper, like, SJW, like, agenda? He goes, nah. because like, it it's there, but not, like, overtly a problem i go all right so i started watching it i'm like yeah it's just a bunch of fucking different brown people
2: yeah
0: killing nazis i'm like okay i'm fine with that i mean that's, it's a yeah. fun it's always a fun here's my review of it it's quinn tarantino wannabe all right. okay. literally it's a quinn tarantino wannabe Okay. And I'm, and I'm fine with it, right? Like, there's a black girl in the show. It was an Asian Vietnam vet. And I was like... And then the main character's a Jew. And mm. I'm like, okay, this is the fucking Super Justice Te- Justice League of oppressed people.
1: You know? And I'm like, I don't fucking give a shit about this, man. <laughs> the Justice Society of Oppressed Americans. <laughs> you know? And
0: I'm like, I don't fucking care, you know? And I'm, and I'm, and I'm all about the Asian guy being the war soldier. Because that's fucking cool. That's never really yeah. been... That's never really how the Asian guy is portrayed. It's always about, like he's the hacker or the Kung Fu master. And right. The, so I'm all about that. But initially I was like, oh God. this Answer
1: like... me this though, uh-huh. does he do
0: Kung Fu? He shoots guns. He's a, he was a Vietnam like special okay. ops guy. He was like an infantry guy. Because sometimes
1: they do that and then he's like, oh, and I also do Kung Fu. I haven't,
0: I haven't finished the show yet, but so far he's just guns. Okay. Like buff guy who shoots guns and shit. You
1: know, it's fairly progressive of them.
0: Yeah. Fairly progressive of them. You know, um, his name's Joe so I mean that's like a classic oh that's actor. white
1: as fuck alright oh yeah this guy's from Vietnam his name's
0: Joe Higarashi or some bullshit Joe Higurashi or some shit like that so um, uh, I mean again I, I will check this show out this, this HBO show I mean the trailer the trailer looked cool I like the idea of monsters and stuff but that's gonna be the one defining factor
1: yeah no it's I feel you it's gonna be that you know Well, I mean, that was the thing where it was like, I started watching Watchmen and that was the thing that like turned me off with Watchmen because I got like four episodes in and I just couldn't, I just didn't care anymore. Like I really, and like
0: half of me is white. Half of me is a white person, right?
1: So half of you is guilty. That's what you're saying.
0: Beneath the skin, like I'm white, right? right? Half of me. On the exterior, it's, there's like dilution, you know? Right. So I can't imagine Zach how you feel.
2: Watching Being a full-blooded,
0: all these, watching all these bullshit shows that are just telling you that you know what, Zach, fuck
1: you. It's uh, <laughs> all I, the time. I don't watch most of them. Or if I if I watch them anymore, I get like an episode, like three or four episodes in, and then they just keeps telling me that I'm awful, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. Because how much.
0: Cause to me it, it's to me it shows a clear lack of creative ability yeah to not just tell a fun story or a good horror story, interesting story well that's a,
1: that's the thing that's upset me the most about uh, people talking about their artists I don't remember I feel like there was some director that talked about this or something like that where they're like all arts political and I'm like no no it's no, not. not it does, it's only political if you want it to be political there's plenty of art that is not political it doesn't right. have to be it's you are just using that as a crutch because you want to fucking make it political.
0: I mean look, look, uh, um, like I said, and I'll say it again now. There are stories stories that are inherently political or social right. based that are fucking fantastic. yeah because it's well done. Like American History X,
1: yeah, is inherently racial. Inherity. yeah i mean it's like you know i go back to my one of my top 10 movies to so fucking remember the titans is inherently right. racial but it's also a great fucking movie but, which is not just about shitting on white people it's about people coming together well not which even, is infinitely more compelling well, story to me even if the movie was strictly shitting on white people right like like roots
0: is a great tv movie avatar i got you right right even if it's strictly shitting on white people if it's good it's good.
1: Yeah. Right? Okay, not a great example. Avatar's not good. But how many
0: times are we going to tell that same story without spoofing it up a little bit?
1: Yeah. Because... Well, I think that's one of the biggest problems in Hollywood right now is that uh, I think a lot of writers are just lazy. Oh, absolutely. They do the same thing over and over again. Absolutely. And they might change, like, the concept, but the overall message is still the same, and there's, like, nothing that's really changed about it, and... A lot of people that are critics and whatnot don't really care because they want to see the same message over and over again because it's a message that they agree with, so they don't even really care about like calling it out.
0: Do you think in this Lovecraft show there's going to be a werewolf killing black people, but the werewolf is a white man?
1: No, but I think there's going to be a, a mind flayer that uh, possesses a white man, and that white man kills a bunch of black people.
0: Oh, I can see that. I can see that. I can see that shit. Yeah. See, I I, I think to me, it's, it's just such a fucking, like, lazy. It's like it was like Trump. Like, you yeah. know, not to get too political, but like in storytelling now, it's like, how we portray the bad guy? Plays football. Yeah. Hates gay people. No. Yeah. Wears a Trump hat. Like, yeah. oh fuck okay, dude. You're just like fucking hanging a dot for every like what overtly bullshit stereotype can we make of a you yeah. know a bigot that we can make instead of just making a better bad guy. Yeah. Like instead of just saying here's evil okay, what well, white equals evil, so that's the evil bad guy. How about make it mm-hmm. make a pure make the character who's the bad guy equally compelling at, yeah that's why Magneto is so fucking good
1: that's why magneto's, magneto's, good.
0: magneto's gonna kill humans indiscriminately yeah because his race has been oppressed by humans
1: well that's why Double... Thanos is so good he's just i'm gonna kill all of life in the universe half of it because i don't give a fuck about who you are half of life needs to be fucking cold what you know but even then but even then
0: what makes thanos compelling in the movies is that he had a personal struggle where his yeah. planet was suffering yeah. So for him, in his own mind, he is the good guy. Yeah. Right? So if you're going to make a Nazi, anti Asian, anti Mexican, anti Hispanic, anti Black bad guy, make that bad guy compelling.
1: Yeah. The make... best bad guys, the guys who think they're the good guys. So, like, if you're going to do that, then don't just be lazy and be like,
0: okay, I hate everyone but whiteies. That's fucking boring. Yeah. That's boring. Yeah. Make it be like, you know, when I was a kid, I saw this or this, or this happened where I was in the war. Here well, it's or the here other thing, which
1: is the opposite end of that, which I find equally less compelling, which is, I don't understand why people like this villain at all, but you got fucking Killmonger from fucking Black Panther, which is oh, like, yeah, I only like black people. I hate all other types of people. And I'm like, it's so fucking boring. It's, it's the so same boring. fucking thing, but different races. It's so boring. When you switch the races around. It's so boring
0: because that character's, that character should be only mad at Wakanda. Yeah. yeah. Like, he you're s- like specifically hates Wakanda. Like, your cousin fucked you. Like, your cousin's yeah. dad, like, fucked your life.
1: Your uncle fucking killed your father. So, like,
0: what's the issue, bro? Like, you're, yeah. like, it's not, that's not what's the problem. Yeah. But also, but also, like we've said before about Black Panther, mm. that whole world is Donald Trump land before Black Panther lowers the gates. Yeah. It's no one else come in. They fucking built the wall, baby. Uh, Literal uh, fucking force field. No one comes in. No one comes out. No one. You won't get our technology. None Mm -hmm. of this stuff. Yeah. So what the fuck? Like I mean, what? It doesn't go both ways, and it's not compelling. Yeah. There's not compelling enough, because there's no no good reasoning as to why they couldn't fix all of Africa. Right. There's no good reason not to, except for like, oh, our technology might be used for evil. Fuck you. That's bad. That's played out writing. Write better. Um, so I we'll agree. see how that goes with this show. Cause I mean, anything t- Jordan Peele touches, I'm automatically like, eh, eh, maybe, yeah. may- most likely not. Nothing he's done. I've watched. I'll tell you that right now, except for, yeah. except for Key and Peele, nothing he's done. Yeah. Literally never watched it out. Didn't watch yeah. the other one. Didn't watch the twilight zone. Didn't watch twilight zone. And this is has his name on it. So eh, yeah. we'll see. We'll see if I give a shit. The
1: other um, thing that makes me think. A little bit better about it is that he didn't write it because it is based off a book, and so yeah. that gives me a little bit more hope that maybe it's yeah slightly more nuanced. And,
0: and, and then again but, and then again again, if they portray these white people with layers, yeah, then I'm all about it. But if yeah. you don't portray them with the complexity, and yeah. it's just a bunch of hey you're black you're bad, hey I'm white I whatever then that's boring. Yeah. As long as there's a compelling reason to for these characters to be, you know, whatever mm-hmm. depth, because you can't your good guy he has to have an equal opposite, right? Or, or equal bad guy for it to matter, you know. That's why like a Doctor Who, the Master is such a good bad guy. Yeah. Because he's a compelling bad guy, you know. That's why Magneto is such a good bad guy because he's compelling and opposite from Charles.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I mean. The only bad guy who is not compelling, and I, I've, I've said this on the record for fucking years. The only bad guy that's, uh, to me, is as popular, like the most popular bad guy in any media, who to me is zero compelling.
1: <gasps> Wait, I got it. The Joker.
0: Is the Joker. Yep. The Joker has never had any compellingness <sighs> indifference to Batman. There's no, there's nothing there. Yeah. There's there's zero that makes him compelling. So that's why I hate the Joker so much. But, um, let's move on to AMC now. Zach, I want to ask you a question, Zach. Uh-huh. We're at an hour and a half. We are. Do you want to hit this topic today, or do you want to save it for next week?
1: We can hit it now. Okay.
0: Well, let me because uh, this AMC shit might take me a few minutes. Yeah. Because to me, this is this is bigger than our topic. No offense.
1: No, I think it's bigger, for sure. I mean, this... This is huge to me. This could potentially change the entire landscape of movies and movies and theaters.
0: 100%. So, uh, long, short, AMC Theatres, as we know, has been going into bankruptcy for the last couple of weeks since this yes. quarantine thing happened with the, with the C-virus. Um, furloughed employees, all this kind of shit. So, which means yep. that and a lot, since then, a lot of companies have been obviously direct... Um, Porting their stuff to, you know, rent it now services, rent it direct services to the audience, uh, essentially skipping the quote unquote middleman, which is the theater. And in response to uh, Universal putting Trolls World Tour, yeah, uh, on direct renting services, you. Uh, AMC has said in a couple different, like, postings from their people, like, we're not going to play Universal Movies. Yeah. Uh, again. And there's been back and forth between both companies on Twitter, and you can see, like, their official statements or whatever. There have been a couple of statements back and forth between them, which yeah. is surprising. Um, but essentially, AMC's point was, and paraphrase was that this directly goes against the our company in the sense of making money. This act of putting the movie, bypassing us as a theater chain industry completely goes, literally goes against us to make money, which in turn hurts the theater business. So why would we be okay with this? On the flip side, Universal has to say, we're also a business and we have to make money. Yeah. And we can't hold our films.
1: I don't know. It just, I get where AMC is coming from. But it's a really dumb decision because if you look at the Universal movies that have come out, uh, their big tentpole movies make like a fuck ton of money. And so for AMC to be like – I mean I get it. You got to make a sand at some point I guess and it's better to do it earlier than later. Um, But I mean that's a lot of fucking money that they're going to just leave to the side. I mean like
0: Fast and Furious alone –
1: Fast and Furious alone probably keeps AMC theaters running for like half a fucking year. And if
0: you're going to look, if you're going to say we're not going to play Fast and Furious, your competition is going to be like, okay, awesome. Yeah. We'll it's get, not like
1: AMC or this is the only movie theater channel. We'll like, get tons of other movie theater channels. So like, yeah, we'll play get, Fast and
0: Furious. We'll play Fast and Furious and we'll take all that in. You know,
1: Regal Cinemas is like, yeah, we'll play Fast and Furious. We don't, we don't care.
0: Fuck. No, Cinemark's like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Fuck yeah.
0: We'll do give, it. Give me all that audience. Yeah. Because you're going to have an empty-ass theater on that Friday premiere, whereas mm-hmm. the theater down the road is going to be fucking jam-packed for Hobbs and Shaw 2 or wherever the fuck.
1: You know. Fast and Furious 15, yeah. obviously.
0: But to me, it, it, it's the initial... It's I get AMC's position on it.
1: I understand. I, I get where but, they're coming from. I just yo, feel like it's this is the wrong approach.
0: Free market system if your business is going to die yeah. it's going to die and yeah. you're trying to like you know hem up a business for trying to survive and also a trying time yeah it's not going to work out well for you because no clearly trolls whatever the fuck it's called did decent enough
1: to, for renting i think that's not the only movie that universal because i think there was another movie that premiered and they basically premiered it on vod and it also made like a good chunk right. of change.
0: I mean, and also it's also a stake in the heart of the theater industry as a whole being like, listen, we don't need you to make money on these movies because people will still pay us.
1: Well, it goes to the thing that uh, Mike and Jay talked about in their quarantine catch up where they said that they both watched The Invisible Man uh, uh, on video direct. Right. And they were both just like, we fucking hate going to movie theaters. Like, we would rather pay 20 bucks and watch the movie from home than have to slog ourselves to the theater and deal with, like, a fucking annoying-ass people mm-hmm. that chew popcorn in your ear and crinkle candy wrappers all the fucking time. Right, We'd rather just deal with it at home where you can just fucking sit on your lazy boy, have your popcorn, have your drink, crack a couple cold ones, and mm-hmm. have a good night. See,
0: I'm, I'm the opposite. I would rather go to the yeah. theater and smell the popcorn... Yeah. And deal with that and then have the communal experience of watching whatever great movie that I'm watching. Right. On the screen with the sound and all that stuff. Now, obviously, there's theaters that suck, which actually make it more detrimental, the experience. Yeah. You know, this hot or the AC is not going or AC is too loud or it's too cold or the seats are sticky or there's definitely yeah. like, there's a sweet spot that yeah. for it to, to be perfect. Um, right. But. The back and forth between these two companies, it makes you think like, okay, at what point, so if we're just going to pick and choose who we're going to play now, which is fine. I find that's your personal decisions as a business to pick and choose what you're going to take in and, and play on your screens. Well, I mean, one, it's a bad business decision because you're just cutting out part of your business. Right. Um, but then you're going to, it makes me wonder like, okay, well, what other companies is going to go? You know what? Fuck it. Let's not play any Disney movies. Yeah. I mean, obviously you'd be an idiot to do that, but like, yeah. you know what? Fuck Disney. Walt Disney was a racist. He yeah. hated Jews. Fuck them. We're not going to play any Disney movies because fuck Walt Disney.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, think think about it. Like, ultimately, that's a better stand than saying fuck trolls. Yeah. I mean, like, Walt Disney was a known bigot. And we're going to be like, no, you know what? Let's play Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Mickey Mouse makes money. Let's play him. I mean, come on. I, it just, it just, it blows my mind that this is like a, and you're on your last leg with a bullet in your, in your leg, and you're still going to be like, yeah. This is the hell
1: they're going to fucking die on, I guess.
0: <sighs> I mean, that's, it, it It blows my mind that AMC is going to be this stupid.
1: Yeah. And, and
0: I, I, but again, I get their point. It feels
1: very short-sighted. I don't know. It's
0: short-sighted, and I, I get the point of their, in the comment that I was reading from their, uh, Whoever posted the,
1: the the statement, dude, can you imagine though reading like history books years from now, where they talk about the decline of movie theater industry no. and talk about how Trolls Two World Tour yeah. was the decline of movie theaters? It was the
0: stake in the heart of the the fucking of this business. But Trolls on, Two but on, was uh, the decline the, of
1: the movie theater. Industry. On the
0: flip side of theater business uh drive-thrus or drive-ins are fucking
1: i sky-locking. saw that <laughs> they've been fucking picking up some major change well no
0: actually it's funny because uh my girlfriend and i were gonna go see the the terrace theater which is a you know the indie theater here in charleston
1: love the terrace theater
0: they got reopened to do drive-thrus but they were oh only, wow only really do drive-ins but they only had like 25 slots a time wow okay and here was here was their double bill. They did they had three different days of uh, or three different like days. How they different... did they do
1: their drive in? I'm guessing just in the parking lot. They just put a projection screen yeah, up? Yeah,
0: I'm guessing so. Oh. And okay. you could get the beer and they take it out to you, all this kind of stuff. So it got approved wow. by the city approved by the city, all that kind of stuff when the government okay. opened up business hey. or whatever. But the bills were like there was one, it was like trolls, like trolls, trolls. and then like some other move it was like trolls and back to the future. Like double because they're all double screens, right? Like like classic. So
1: you have to watch. So you get to watch Back in the Future, but you also have to watch Trolls. And,
0: and you know, reality was you have to watch Trolls first.
1: Yeah, that will, obviously they're gonna play Trolls first, right? Because they know everybody's gonna leave once Back to the Future's it,
0: over. Exactly. So it was that, and then it was another thing. But it was and it was like twenty. It was like twenty bucks a person or some some number per car or something. But the mm-hmm. best one was double feature jaws back to the future
1: that's a good double feature that's a, a good double feature that's so a, that's a really good we, we feature.
0: pulled it up the the link and the post we saw was posted two days before i go it's sold out we pulled it up damn. damn not even close sold the not even out. close
1: to sold, sold out the, really? no i'm
0: saying sold the fuck oh. out completely there was like no okay. way that yeah there was no way it was gonna have fucking tickets
1: because
0: tell you flight out man like i see that that's a immediate buy 25 slots only immediate
1: buy yeah, gotta got buy right away. Because you wait five seconds, it's gone.
0: It's gone. Um so all right, Zach. We are at one thirty five. What do you what's the play? What do you want to do? You wanna do a topic?
1: Um, yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do the topic. Well go ahead. You... I mean it's short. We can bang through this pretty okay. quick. Well, uh, lead
0: the lead the way then
1: all right so this is our topic for this week guys we talked about it last week top five favorite video games of all time doesn't matter what system it is doesn't matter how old the game is top five list. i'm gonna go through i i imagine you might have some honorable mentions too but i did write down a few of mine because as i thought about it more and more i realized that top five is really fucking hard um so a couple of quick honorable mentions uh uncharted series great fucking games love them all first three are great fucking games uh, fourth, fourth is alright, but it's not that special uh, Fallout New Vegas uh, the only Fallout game that I ever completed uh, it's a really fun RPG I like the post-apocalyptic world um, I mean, I played Fallout 3 but Fallout New Vegas was uh, infinitely more fun uh, enjoyed the game a lot enjoyed going through the story the multiple ban- branching pathways you get three different endings based on how you do it Everything. it's great, love playing that game uh, DMC5 Great fucking game holy fuck dude did we talk about so I know I talked about GMC 5 did you actually play DMC 5 no I never did fuck dude this game is such such a killer fucking game dude oh my god one of them one of my favorite action games in like the past 10 years so fucking solid what a great fucking game I loved love DMC 5 other great action game my final honorable mention is a Asura's Wrath Uh, PS3 game PS3 exclusive I'm pretty sure this was done by uh, Ninja Theory, I believe. Uh, great fucking action game, just fantastic. Um, There's some Quick Time stuff, but um, just getting to play as like a fucking hulking rage monster and just like just blast through this entire sort you mean, of like you uh, mean, you mean the, cut cut scene the game? It's it's not cut scene the game. Quick There's time actual, the game? Actual, okay, it's Quick Time the quick game. Quick time the game. It's that Mega sixty four bit. It's quick yeah, time. Quick time the game, man. But it's uh, oh Cyber Connect two. Okay, that makes way more sense. That makes sense. Um, but it's uh, it's a fun game. I fucking love playing it. Playing Playing as Asura is great. Uh, he's a fun fucking character. Um, great, great action game. Cool. Uh, and then that leads me into top my number five, which was Final Fantasy seven remake. One of my favorite games of like the past since as long as i've been playing games super fun to play uh a game that i can instantly see myself replaying two or three times um i don't replay games right away so i'm not gonna do it right now but i could see me going back to it in like a couple of months playing through it again because it's just that much fucking fun but can you really call it a game because it's not done zach it's (laughs) the first game is done it's done Uh... you can you can rate individual titles within a series yeah, but it's not a series, though. This is one game
0: broken it up is into a multiple series. You games. You know there's a
1: sequel coming. Don't play games with me. It's not a now. series, not bro. A it's
0: not a series, bro. It's one game. It's a series. It's called Final Fantasy VII, not Final Fantasy Seven. you know, part one. I mean, shit, okay. Mm. Um, my number five is uh, No More Heroes. Now, this is hard for me to pick because I love Suda51 games so much on a visual okay. level and none of his games are like fucking like they're not none. They're mind blowing. Yeah. That just visually, comedically, he's such a nerd, yeah. and it peers through all his games that like a, we're on the same like wavelength. Yeah, you know, even his he worked on Fire Pro Wrestling, which I and obviously I fucking love wrestling. Yeah, and Fire Pro Wrestling World. I I love that game, but. Of all his games, it was really tough between Shadows of the Damned and No More Heroes One. Shadows of the Damned is a really great third-person shooter game. Super Fifty One, love it. Uh, yeah. The, the story—it's so absurd and crazy. You're, you're a guy. You're a biker guy, with a fucking cool ass jacket. Go to hell, and get your girlfriend back, a shotgun have a demon skull. It's cool. Got to. No, but No More Heroes is such a fun. The first one, no, I didn't play. I haven't,
1: it. I haven't played No More Heroes actually. It's but.
0: really fun, and I haven't played it. I didn't play it until the PS3 port. So I didn't play right. it. I didn't play it with the Wiimote with the fucking jerk off motion stuff with the charging your sword. Um, but it's such a fun game and the character. It's such a f- fourth wall breaking, yeah. uh, goofy, not take it so seriously action gory game. Mm-hmm. That it, it, plus the visuals. It's such a great game. I and mean, I think 251 with the cell shading is such a specific style that you know yeah. right away who made this game. It's a Grasshopper game. I mm-hmm. think most people would say Killer is the best game i would say they're wrong so that's my number five
1: nice all right so number four for me um another kind of recent game but i just enjoyed playing it so much it's one of the few games that i actually platinum because i just love playing it so much which was uh spider-man 4 spider-man for the ps4 uh what a fantastic fucking spider-man game what a great action game great adventure game traversal is so much fucking fun it's a fun game it's got fun boss battles i, I um, can't it's great. tell I love
0: where i'm at in the game
1: where are you I, at? No, i've sorry.
0: only played like
1: three bosses have you got to the sinister six no oh well then you're not even halfway through i played rhino as uh, another rhino later on so i haven't played like vulture or anybody yeah, you're not like you're not even halfway through.
0: How long is the game?
1: Sinister six, Sinister Six is like halfway through the game. I think I beat it in like, tw- fuck me, I can't remember. Uh, I think maybe it was like ten to fifteen. I think. I feel like I I've, mean, it's I,
0: I feel like I've put in like ten hours already. I don't know. Um,
1: There's a I... lot of side content in the game too. I might have taken me like twenty hours to beat it honestly, okay. but.
0: I haven't finished it yet. It's been sitting on my desk for the last, since I since I bought it, which was, I guess, like six or seven months ago.
1: <laughs> so fun. I haven't
0: touched dude. it since. So fun. Uh, my number four is Ten. God of War. Ooh! This PS4. is a good game too. Um, I, I
1: had a lot of fun playing that game, I was so too.
0: impressed with this game, because I had no desire to play any of the God of Wars before. Yeah, um, just didn't care. It was goofy. I knew it was goofy. I mean, I, I'm sure it was a little fun action hack and slash. I didn't give a shit about that. Yeah, but that first trailer for this game, it, it, it blew my mind because it was such a different cinematic game. And I, mm-hmm. you know me, I, I've always I always prefer story in games over gameplay. Yeah. I will gladly play a more boring game if the story is interesting enough. Obviously, yeah. when the two the two are coupled very well, then it's perfect for me. Right. And this is one of those games where everything about the game was so satisfying plus mm-hmm. it had teal as kratos yeah all about it visually it was great story was great the setting was great kratos was more interesting and deep and
1: and and, and it had levels kratos is actually an interesting and compelling character in god of war ps4
0: right you know and and thankfully all the stuff that happens to him in the other games it matters still here those things all yeah. matter those are things they aren't thrown away you know, all the bad stuff matters to the, in this game. Yeah. Toward when you when you do get the chains,
1: you're like, oh man. Yeah. You're like
0: uh
1: oh, uh oh. And you finally get those chains. Holy fuck.
0: And then the combat system's great. The combo system's great. The the yeah. the air juggling's great. And then the axe recall is this one of the most satisfying The axe things. recall is so fun one of the most satisfying things of all time and then obviously the monsters the monster designer is so good it's just such a great game and i'm so excited to see whenever we get a hint at the next game
1: whatever whatever
0: the next god of war is yeah so i'm excited for that that's my number four
1: yeah no i totally agree it's a fun game i love throwing the axe and having a boomerang it's so fucking great um so my number three is uh, probably one of my favorite game series of all time because I remember well was probably one of the few games that, like, I played as a kid, and, like, as a kid I could beat this game and I had fun playing it and just, like, doing all sorts of stuff with it, which is the Sly Cooper series. Mm. Sly Cooper, the Thievius Raccoonus, is uh great fucking game. Great action game, also by Sucker Punch. Um, one of their first actual long-standing uh, action stealth it's weird because he's, like, a thief, so he's supposed to be stealthy, but it's a lot more, like, action-oriented than... Um, it's a platformer, isn't it? You would think. Uh, it's not really a platformer. I mean, there's platformer where it's, like, he climbs on buildings and stuff like that, but it's not like, it's not like Mario or some shit like that where he's, like, going from place to place. Um, I mean, there's stealth missions and there's action-oriented missions. Uh, the further you get into the games, you also get more with, like, the actual crew. Like, you get more with, like bentley the the turtle who does like a lot of a lot more of like the hacking missions and then you've got uh the hippopotamus whose name i can't remember but he's like the muscle of the group and so whenever you get to play as him it's more more, more of like uh an actual like beat up type of game and mm-hmm. so there's like the, there's those different aspects to it that like kind of change up the genre a little bit that i really really enjoy and it's got really compelling characters i mean sly is in an in interesting compare, character as in and of itself he's very much like a I would, I would consider him almost a mix between like a, he's almost, you know what he is? He's like the video game version of like Lupin the third. Like he's that kind of like suave spy and like fucking Mm -hmm. cool character that like, it's just a really fun character to like follow his adventures with. Right. Um, Yeah. So he's got that. He's got his like, uh, his love interest slash police captain who's like trying to chase him down in uh the fox character it's just like just a great group of characters that i really really every time there was a new sly cooper game that came out i always had to buy it and play because they were just so much fun to play
0: cool i've, I've never played it it was the it was that time those type of games like that and like ratchet and like jack where i'm like yeah they all look the same to me even though they could be very different In my mind when i was a kid I was like these all look the same and i just don't care so i've never i never really played those games at all
1: Um, Mm, i would say i would say the sly cooper is the most i mean ratchet and jack are very similar games i think i would think sly cooper is the most different because it goes through the more cartoony art style and it goes through the cartoony thing but it's also going back to grasshopper there's a lot of um it's got a pretty distinct like shell stating cartoon style that goes with it it very much looks like i mean if you look it up it actually kind of looks like uh into the spider-verse like that kind (laughs) of art (laughs) style
0: i gotcha we're at number three right yeah, number three. All right, my, my three number three is Uncharted 2. I don't want to talk about it. Fuck, because I'm, it, it bums me out. It bums me out how a company can make such good games and then make such a shitty one. I, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Uncharted 2 right. whatever.
1: The, cha- Uncharted. the train scene is so good. Train scene is great. What's well, the third? Well, well the, the second one started it, but you got the train scene, and then the third one starts it where he's in the desert, and then you got yeah. the desert shit with the, the plane crash Ah, it's great, so, great, yeah. great games. The but first three has
0: the has the boat scene, right? The old like cruise boat, the cruiser boat you you, you climb through. I think so. That scene's great too. Well, it's like the the capsized cruise ship.
1: Yeah, I think that is isn't three. That's, yeah, that's yeah.
0: like again, these are I, I called it scenes because they're, they're making it so cinematic, right? But it's instead they decided to make a game where you be, you kill the mate. Zach, was number two?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Number two for me is uh, Pokemon Silver version. Um, probably one of my favorite Pokemon games of all time. This is nostalgia-heavy for me because this was one of the first Pokemon games I ever played. Played it as a kid. I remember playing this game at, in daycare, playing it with my brothers, with all my friends in daycare, with all my friends in elementary school, and just having a fucking killer time playing this fucking Pokemon game. And I've never really played a Pokemon game since then that has given me that kind of joy. And so I really haven't played that many Pokemon games since Pokemon silver. (laughs) They tried Um, to get me back with heart or Soul silver and it wasn't as good. So I uh, was
0: a gold, gold guy. Mm. Uh, It was gold. And then I got crystal Loved crystal. Yeah. I played all the way up into, until Ruby and Sapphire and Emerald. And then I stopped playing.
1: I played up until Diamond and Pearl, and then I couldn't beat Diamond and Pearl, and I just stopped playing. Just even, with the,
0: even with the current one, I just don't. I don't really care. But yeah. I think Silver. What blew me up my mind about the Silver, the, the uh, what's the gener, what's it called, the Hoenn or
1: what's Hoenn region? No, Johto region.
0: Johto. What blew my mind about the Johto stuff is that like, you play this huge full size Pokemon game. Yeah. And then you have more.
1: And then you get a second game on top and of it. And then you get a second oh, game on top of it. You're like and I, I remember like I didn't know that. I yeah. didn't
0: know. I remember I, I was a kid, I played the game, I was like, Oh man, I got all the badges, whatever. And I and I move, right? In, in real life, mm-hmm. I move from Washington DC to mm-hmm. Tokyo. And I'm talking to one of my new friends I just met. He goes, Hey, you you know have you taken the boat ride yet? And I was like, what, What, what? what? What boat, boat ride? ride? The boat ride. You get to get the boat ride yet? I go. Hey, excuse me. And then it opened a whole new fucking thing. And I was like, yeah, dude. "This is amazing. This is amazing." So yeah, absolutely. That's a great game. Uh, my yeah. number two is Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater, which is the third game. PS2. Mm, nice. To me, this is the game that it was wasn't my first. I played Metal Gear Solid one. But mm-hmm. this is the first one that I played where I thought, like, this guy is really, like, this guy's fucking good. Like, this guy makes yeah. good games. Like, Metal Gear Solid 2, I didn't like playing it. But mm-hmm. this game, I was like, dude, this is this is some fucking spice. Sh-. This is some cool-ass spice shit. Like, obviously, MGS1 has that stuff. I never played the old Metal Gear games. I didn't have that system. But everything in MGS3 I was playing being like, this is a different level of... Fucking creativity and fucking interesting storytelling. It all wraps around... Um, to me, even now, I think it's the best Metal Gear Solid game of all of them is, is MGS3. Um, especially those ported ones where you're able to crouch run. Because so I'm pretty sure the, the remastered box set added that into to the game. I'm pretty sure. Because I think the original MGS3, you could only lay down and move. Like, lay down and crawl, I'm pretty sure. I think um, so. Whereas you were able to crouch... You were able to crouch move in four. I think they added that into the game in the remaster. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Um, so MGS3 is my, is my number two,
1: for sure. Okay. So, Fair enough. Yeah. So, I mean, I've... I'm a, I'm a Kojimbo... Uh, what's the... Uh, novice... I haven't really played a lot of the Metal Gear games. I tried to play Metal Gear Solid 4, and I didn't know what the fuck was happening with the story, so I couldn't play it. (laughs) Uh, I've never played Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, or 3. And then I tried to play Metal Gear Solid 5, and I had fun with that, and I was playing it on my PC. Uh, And then I stopped playing it on my PC, and I tried to play it on the PS3. And I realized that uh, playing the beginning all over again when you've already gotten so far is not fun. It's not fun. Yeah, so I time. haven't gotten around to actually beating it, um, but uh, yeah, no, it's great games. He makes great games. You They're should play, play. You
0: should play three for sure.
1: Uh, I think it's actually available on PS4. I might try to see if I can pick it up. I think they have like a remastered or something like that. Maybe if they do, I'll see if I can find one. But I want because I've heard. I mean, as far as his games are concerned, three is always considered his masterpiece. So, um, so number one, number one for me. It's a game that I've played and beaten multiple times because it's just a lot of fun. Uh, Quintessential, I would can say, uh, action game for me. It's got all the things that I like. It's got interesting, compelling story with compelling characters. It's got a great gameplay battle system, uh, counter system going on. Great exploration. Great investigation, great side stories, side plots, all that, all that good stuff. Batman Arkham City. This game is fucking great. Uh, and Rock City hasn't made a good Batman game since Arkham City. Because uh, Arkham Knight was not good, and I tried to play the prequel game, and that game's not fun. I want them to make a new Batman game, but I don't know if they will. I've heard rumors that they're trying to. So I've see. only
0: played... This is the most recent one, right?
1: No, this is the second one.
0: What's the most it, recent one?
1: The recent, the most recent one was Arkham Knight. Because that's the one where it's all focused around the Batmobile and all that shit. With the tanks and stuff, right? Yeah, where it's like oh, Batmobile's yeah. like a tank. And I hate that shit. I fucking I, hate that shit.
0: I've only played that one.
1: That one blows. I, like for honestly, P- the PS4 one? I've only played yeah. that one and I hate it. You need to play Arkham City because Arkham City is a fun game. It has nothing to do with the Batmobile at all. It's clearly just Batman exploration beating up criminals. That's all it is. And that's so much more fun than all that fucking dumb tank bullshit. I hate that shit.
0: I remember my buddy had the guy that game when it came out, Arkham City, and I was watching him play it. I was like, yeah, hey, this is cool. Um, yeah. But open world games really like, it's hit or miss, man. Because like, like Red Dead I love, but mm. like, even then, I get, like, roll. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of, there's a lot of shit I here. I think the
1: thing about uh, Batman, the thing, I, the thing that I like about it so much, and I think that makes it such an easy play for me, is the same thing for Spider-Man, which is, it is an open world, but I find exploration in it to be so easy. And so, it makes you such a mobile character that exploring the open world isn't as difficult as it is in other games. Right. Because I think especially using, like, the bat claw and being able to, like... Zooms across buildings and being able to glide mm-hmm. uh, all to all these different places is the same thing as like Spider-Man's web slinging. It just makes exploration so much easier, right? And so much more, it's so much more interesting. Like it doesn't get boring to do.
0: No, I, yeah, that's cool. Also, yeah. the the costumes are cool too. Yeah, oh, the costumes are so sick. Um, so my um, my number my number one. Tell my me. favorite game of all time. It's a game that I think most people would be like, what? This is I mean, your number one what? all time? Final Fantasy, whatever. Run this by me again? It's a game for the Game Boy Advance. It's called Mega Man Battle Network 4, Red Sun, and or Blue Moon. Not the beer. Um, this is the fourth game in a Mega Man series, Battle Network series, which is essentially a game where Mega Man is a like a, uh, like a net... Computer program and these, mm-hmm. it's like Beyblade slash Pokemon, where you have different played
1: one of these battle networking. So before.
0: it's, I'll I'll say this right, you fight. Yeah. It's not a side-scrolling game. It's an open-world game where you play as a human being, traveling around, and you have a little like cell phone like thing that has your partner in it. Like Mega Man will be in this. I can talk mm-hmm. to Mega Man whatever, and then I jack my character in. To mm-hmm. a computer system that has like internet, Wi-Fi, or whatever, electrical system. And then mm-hmm. Mega Man goes into that.
1: Okay. And you
0: fight viruses and you fight other stuff. And there's a tournament where different people get together and you jack into an arena and you fight each other, right? So that's the premise of the world. Like Everyone has a partner, like mm-hmm. Nav- Navi or whatever it's called, right? Like a Net net Avatar or whatever. My flashlight's on now. Um, okay. Okay. But it's not a side-scrolling game. You have a grid. Yeah. Where the enemy is on this side, and you're on this side, and you have like four... It's like a four-by-four, four, I believe,
2: mm-hmm. grid.
0: And you move back and forth on the grid, and you avoid attacks, and your enemy moves around, and you learn the pattern, and you hit like B for your buster, and you have a blast, so you can charge your buster and shoot it. But And there's a gauge, and when the gauge fills up, you press the button, action freezes, and you can pick... What's called battle chips. Which okay. are different weapons. A sword. A wide sword. You can combine them to make a stronger weapon. Um, a different gun array. ray. Um, and you get those chips and you hit you can go around the thing and use those to activate your attack, your chip. So it's a it's a tactical game slash RPG because you can actually change Mega Man stats in a different part of the screen where you can like know. Add in different programs to make Mega Man's health go up or Mega Man's, you know, speed go up or Buster Attack or whatever. So it's all these things wrapped into a fucking Game Boy game. And even better, tell you know, me, New Game Plus,
1: where the enemies, what? Get,
0: enemies get stronger, where you Ooh. keep your same stats. And even better, in the first couple games, you would have like, um, Like, Mega Man would have, like, a a phase shift. Where if you're in a jungle, part of the... uh, Jungle-esque computer system, you would, like, turn green, have different attributes or whatever. And number four is the first game where you actually get to have, like, battle chips where you get to become other partners, right? So if I'm, like... Mm. So Mega Man... There's, like, Mega Man and Proto Man. Proto Man, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, well... I'm going to take your abilities, Proto-Man, and I will become you, a Mega Man version of you. Okay. So you have different attributes there. So now my sword attack becomes strong because I'm in Proto-Man form.
2: Okay.
0: So Blue Moon and Red Sun had different uh, other characters that you could pick from. Like in Pokemon, Pokemon has, okay, Silver has these Pokemon in the roster you can get. You you can get Lugia in this one. And in Gold, you can get no ho Well, in Blue Moon, you can get these characters... And Red Sun, you can get these characters, right? Mm-hmm. So you have all that into a fun um, RPG game
2: mm-hmm.
0: with a battle system that was interesting enough to keep you on your toes. Where well, wasn't a wasn't a tr- traditional RPG style. Okay, it wasn't like a free roam hack and slash game. So to me, right. it was the most inventive Mega Man game. It still is. And they mm-hmm. made like six of these games. Fuck! One, two, three. Um, red Sun, Blue Moon, Proto Team, Proto Man, Team Colonel... uh Ga Gagger and Valzar... or some shit. I think it stopped there, but it is awesome. It's it's my favorite game of all time, dude. Like I haven't okay. played it since. I I played it when I was a kid. My 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 best friends had blue. I had red. So, mm. and he was so much better than me. He always kicked my ass. But um, <laughs> even talking about it, I. I played them all the way up to to the DS when the last game came out. Mm -hmm. And even now, I've thought about like, you know, uh, wink, 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 getting a ROM (laughs) and like playing on my computer or like hacking my fucking like, I, or my my iPad, my tablet tablet, to get it on the tablet or something and play because it's such a fun fucking game. So that's my favorite game of all time. It's Mega Mega Man 4 Battle Network uh, Red Sun. So Okay. Very cool. cool. Dig it, man. Well, guys... Uh, it's a two-hour episode of the show. Two hours. We'll see y'all back next week with more License to View. Uh, thanks for listening. See you, guys. Thanks for watching. We'll see you later. And Final Fantasy VII Remake's not a finished game.
1: It is a finished game. You're going to cut me off, aren't you? It's a finished game.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not. I didn't cut you off, but I should have.
1: It's, it's a finished game. <laughs> it is... Is the first part of a series that is a finished part. Yeah,
0: but it's based off a full finished thing.